0: This is Naoki Yoshida. This
1: is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. The Aetherite Radio. Here we go. All right, hello and welcome to Aetherite Radio, Gamerscape's Final Fantasy 14 podcast. And Zen, what are you doing? What was... It's a fish hello. It's a fish hello, okay.
2: Hello.
1: Last last week you were a bird.
2: No.
1: <laughs> this week you... <laughs> No.
2: Well, now it is, then. You've made it a thing. It's a
1: thing well, she now. She was a bird that spit fish, right? Yeah. It makes sense to me. <laughs> she sounds like, hello everybody. I, Fuchsia Next, joining us today, we got everybody here. This is Edra, Aldino, and Rook. Uh, today, we're going to talk about 6.2. We're going to give it a number. Uh, we're going to spoil things. So if you have not done 6.2, we I'll love go. you. Or just gets spoiled. Maybe the next day. I, it's up to you. Like you, you mm-hmm. are your own person. If you would like to hear what happens, we hope. Yeah, uh, we hope. Okay. If you're not your own person, I'm sorry. I mm-hmm. what a, I a mean, weird. if you're not your
2: own person, if you've been forced to be a terrible, terrible man with beautiful hairs, personal void sense, then mm-hmm. um, apologies. Hopefully, yeah. don't worry. Here in six point two, you're gonna have your own great, you know, rediscovery of self. So. I'm so glad you're on exactly the same page as me. <laughs>
1: um. Wow. Okay. So first, uh, we do have have a little better news. Um, uh, the Rising event is now live. So make sure to go check that out. Um, that goes until uh, September twelfth. Go get your little Emperor Solus minion. Um, also. Uh, coming up here on Sunday, September 18th, if you're awake at 1 a.m. Pacific, uh, you can watch Yoshida do his uh, stroll with Yoshi P at Tokyo Game Show. Um, and the, hmm?
0: the way you phrase it, it, sounded like Yoshida was strolling with himself at Tokyo Game Show. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm just
1: going to walk with I get myself.
0: It. I get it, it's, but it's the, the first the, thing a my brain meant was with... like, Wait a minute.
1: Yeah. You you know what I mean if 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 you've been around for 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 a couple of years you know what this is um, yeah, he, he's got a laptop he's playing his character his character's walking and he's walking he's strolling with himself yes that's fair all right yeah <laughs> between two
2: Yoshida sons yeah exactly T- <laughs> T- kind of TGS man
1: has some killer Wi Fi I would love to go to a convention that has such a stable connection where you can just play 14 while you walk around. I'd love wonderful. to go to a convention where, you know, like the, the room where the vendors are has a connection for their credit card machines. Oh, my God. Nonetheless, like mm. they can't even get that right. We can't get Wi-Fi. That's not no, happening. No, no, no. I want to connect to something. I have to go to the press room that's on the other side <laughs> of the convention center.
2: <laughs> Actually, I that... have a bit of news. Uh-huh. Okay. I don't know, maybe you already have this on the list, but I'm excited about it. I don't don't have a
1: list. I'm just winging it.
2: All right. Well, then let me (laughs) fly on in here. Let's get on in here. Uh, Congratulations to Team Unnamed Underscore, who (laughs) took home the world first for uh this most recent tier of pandemonium. I got to cast a little bit on Tuesday and it was so much fun. We raised I think about $13,000 for charity. I, th- I think in like it 24 went 24 hours
1: up after that. Yeah. I think after it Probably. ended there were even yeah, I don't see like it right. hit at least
2: 15. I mean really after hours yeah It was amazing this community is incredible we were raising money for direct relief for the um you know efforts in ukraine and yeah it was so good it was so fun wild tier to watch especially uh the last fight which i think Mm -hmm. was a big curveball for people but congrats to unnamed for winning
1: yeah that's awesome um, it was really cool so too. You know uh, all the
2: strats now, right? Rook, you're gonna handle all that. Yeah, I actually I'm so good at this tier that I've already <laughs> just cleared it. My knowledge is so deep, I've cleared it at least five times. So yeah, I'll be <laughs> very more static to victory. <laughs> Excellent. Please look thanks. forward
0: to it. <laughs> cool, 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 cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, it was nice to see that, that that Square Enix actually acknowledged the teams this time yes. around instead of like, yes. good job, unnamed people. That I mean, not yeah. unnamed, <laughs> yeah, but like. Yeah, this is, this is this is just like a who's on first like setups. Like no, no, no. What's mm-hmm. what's their, they're unnamed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was cool to see see these teams actually get like officially recognized instead of just like some people cleared it. But also mm-hmm. don't do third party tools. Um, so that was nice. Yeah. Um, uh, where was I? Uh, Tales from the Dawn. The uh, next story is out. Mm-hmm. So make sure to go and check those out up on the lodestone um
0: also when they're all out we'll probably do a show on them
3: oh
1: yeah oh we 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 will be having chats i mean there's yeah. there's no and- way they could release a short story with Vana and rook's like no we don't need to talk about that like
2: <laughs> 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 they were both so good though i really loved the mm-hmm. second one and how it features Aaronville, and it got me very curious about him i get big vibes that he might end up being a, a pretty relevant character at some mm-hmm. point but Maybe not. There was a little tidbit at the end, though, that was very mysterious. Very mysterious. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, and I do believe that is it for this week. So now we're gonna jump into the discussion. Mm. I need, I need like a like an audio like dun dun
0: dun.
3: Yeah. Um,
1: Just to all right. Go on at that time. Why is yeah. it scary? Cause it's in the void. In
0: the void. That's fair. Okay. Never mind. Retract. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh All right. So let's just, we'll just jump in. Um, so, uh, reviews here at Gamerscape, we usually break them down into a couple different categories. We'll go over the story, we'll go over the gameplay, the presentation, and for Final Fantasy 14, we kind of have a miscellaneous category where uh, anything else random gets cool stuff shoved mm-hmm. into it mm-hmm. adventure plates, a uh, little bit of Island Sanctuary, probably, maybe some Tataru quests. Um, Also,
2: as a little note, as always, all of our opinions are our own. And please, like if you had a different opinion on something, we love to hear about it in the comments. We love to hear what everyone thought. We try to each provide our own different real honest opinions Mm -hmm. about what we thought. (laughs) Um, And hopefully that reflects a little bit of the base of the player base, but it's definitely not the end all be all. So if you disagree with us, that's awesome. That's Uh, fine. If you agree with us. Double awesome. <laughs>
1: yeah, if you agree with us, you are our bestest friends. But if you don't, that's okay too. <laughs> I guess that's fine. I'm really, I'm really curious <laughs> to see how this goes because me, me, and Rook have had a, a couple dialogues over over the last couple weeks about cool. my yeah. uh, thoughts on I uh, might on the MSQ.
2: Have, I might have to fight fusion today.
1: Hmm. It's gonna be good. I'm, oh. I'm
2: ready. I limbered up. Um, mm-hmm. I'm ready. Oh, were we supposed, supposed the- to?
1: Were we supposed <laughs> to like stretch before this? All right.
2: I'm ready. I'm ready for this.
0: All right. (sighs) I didn't know we needed like shielding today. Uh, I'm glad I leveled sage. We'll be all right, Charles.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just getting the popcorn. Oh, it's going to be good. Yeah. As always, Aldi taking the neutral stance. I'm just going to grab some popcorn. Watch this. Be entertained for free. It'll be great. I don't know. I mean, maybe the blood might not enhance the popcorn, you know, so I may need to Mm. back up from Mm. the splatter. Most people do, like, like I'm a sure cheese decor. coating or, like, mm. cinnamon on their popcorn. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever heard of anyone doing blood on their popcorn. I think that might I be can a tell first. You why. Is it, like, a vampire-like thing? Are you a vampire? Well, we'll Is there, like, a vampire story somewhere Aldito? where, like, a vampire takes a little bit of blood and, like, puts it on their popcorn?
2: Aldino, I need you to be honest with me right now. I need you uh, to look me in the eyes. Yeah? Are, are you a hematheos? No. Press X to doubt.
0: I do not. I don't. Okay. <laughs> All Listen, right. if he was, we'd already be done with the rate here because everybody's be alone.
1: That's true. That's true. We mm. just walk right up. All right. <sighs> Story. Yeah. I think let's let's start with the positive. I think I think Rook gave the the story like the higher of all the the internal scores here Mm -hmm. so let's rook let's hear your thoughts about the story and then we can kind of go around and
2: (laughs) genuinely shocked that any of you dared to rate this under a nine can i be honest i mean look, i mean it wasn't hard as i said earlier i respect all of you you know we'll still be friends after Uh, this especially after i beat fusion and and victorious atop you um but 10 out of 10 are you kidding me the story was incredible this time around. I mean, oh. it's been one of those things where for me personally, leading up into um Endwalker. Those patches had some good stuff, right? But when you looked at things like 5.3, uh obviously that was a wrap of a, a wrap up of an expansion. We had some incredible dramatic beats, we had some deeply emotional moments, right? So when I'm looking at the start or like leading into a new expansion, I'm looking for something that grabs my attention, that introduces me to new possibilities, that doesn't just dangle little teasers in front of you, but actually delivers something that you feel like there's a foundation you can build on and you want to know where that's going. And I personally felt like the story this time around was expansion start level quality for me. We had new pivotal characters being introduced. We had great upgrade models, that amazing reveal moment with Vitra and Varshan. I Mm -hmm. loved it. Um, Not to mention just like, so much great lore these insights into the void more information about dragons specifically it you know they have these great four throwbacks obviously in this portion of the story but it didn't feel too much like again if you didn't play four you couldn't connect to this i've never played it and i still felt like oh i like this i'm intrigued by this i like these characters and zero is an absolute how do you make hot and tot and oh my god every time she tips that hat i'm falling out of my chair and fanning myself but even more than that like that character i am just so excited to learn more about this is one of the few times i think we've had in a patch like and correct me if i'm wrong but we've had like an entirely new character introduced that i feel like is going to be pivotal for us going into the next expansion and whether or not she ends up actually being a reflection of our own shards which i think she is um there was so much with her there so much to learn and i was blown away by the scale and scope of the story they told i mean even having mini zones that were like mini map zones we were going into the clever way that they used the dungeon to further that kind of landscape and story um the void sent revelation that they don't truly die because Mm -hmm. of the nature of the ether in and the imbalance that's happened, I was just fascinated. I was totally captivated, and I feel my imagination taking off. The action was there, it was exciting, and I really felt like I was lacking that in some of the patches leading up to Endwalker, where it felt like because they just didn't want to show their hand, we were just like slogging. I I enjoyed still a lot of the mm-hmm. content in mm-hmm. there, but I did not have a fraction of the momentum that I feel like we're getting from these patches. So 10 out of 10 story for okay. me, I loved it. Okay. So here's where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. The
0: main story quest. Yes, 10 out of 10. But that's not all that was in that category. Pandemonium's mm-hmm. in there, too. And pandemonium's pretty low for me. Mm. I got probably half to three-fourths of the way through the story before I was like, ah, here's something interesting.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, a lot of it we we knew was coming, right? Oh, Themis is a Elidibus. It, yeah no shit like <laughs> we we knew this this it wasn't you know terribly like earth shattering right when we got to that reveal
0: i had i had difficulty coming up with this number to be honest because i really did love the main ms cube it was great i love four i've been waiting for the four fiends for forever if you've been listening Mm-mm. to this podcast any length of time you'll have heard me mention them several times so having them finally there was great uh it was a like nerd miffed about Barbaricia being second because she's not mm-hmm. second she's third you fight her third but also that's just it's not important um, <laughs> so, 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 I don't know if you guys talked about this last week I, I feel like people on the internet have probably been talking about it I wasn't paying attention and like just walking around doing the MSQ for like the third mm-hmm. time uh, and went wait a minute Zero the boss from Four is named Ziramis.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: is that mm-hmm. right Rams-
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, so now I'm really
0: excited about that.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a lot of signposting. Um, And, you know, at the very end of the MSQ, we just get a flash. Golbez with the flash seeing a watcher. I probably the 13th watcher, right? That makes sense. Are they all different? Because if they are the different people who helped Hydaelyn, right, become Mm -hmm. Hydaelyn, maybe, maybe or maybe it's the same person who knows, just split. This is very, very in parallel to how Golbez became Golbez in the first place. He talked to a Lunarian who convinced him to do bad things and then possess mm. him. And, like, it's just, it's kind of this signposting. We're probably not going to do it the same way. But that was super right. exciting, right, to see there's that.
0: Even, there's gear this time mm. that's Lunarian, right? Yeah, Lunarian. there's, like, a, yeah. it's, a, a it's, it's
1: L- Royal Lunar I, or something.
0: Yeah, it's not heavy in there, but it's mm-hmm. in there. And So right. now I'm like, is it Zero? Is it someone related to mm-hmm. Zero? She did talk about her mom. We don't mm-hmm. know. So <laughs> right. all of that stuff is very exciting for me. Um, I just loved wandering around the Void. All of the lore bombs that you were talking about, oh my gosh. Ah, so good. And again, nerd stuff, but um, my RP character has been part of a Void Sent uh, hunting association for very long time now Mm -hmm. and
2: uh so all of this stuff is relevant because it's like oh we do know what that is oh that stuff we made up before it's real Mm -hmm. yes i had that same moment with a lot of the draconic lore that's been happening because one of my characters is like connected to a dragon and actually some of the like soul merging stuff and discussion that's Mm -hmm. happening in pandemonium i do agree in that they mentioned this time around that the pandemonium story was supposed to be more intensive than it was in the first one i don't really know if i felt that Mm -hmm. i honestly still feel like they could double down on the story there and it still probably wouldn't be enough to cover the sheer amount of things that they're trying you know there's huge there's huge connotations within that and what that means for the larger world we don't know um but i think they're always trying to strike a balance between um the fact that it is essentially a vehicle for delivering a raid and raiding mm-hmm. content and then also the fact that with this one in particular they want it to be a story that is you know unique and ties into everything although i do think that they have um maybe maybe more effectively use that time in others i mean even so with omega i didn't really feel the power of that culmination until some of the later sure. stuff with it you know so I think there's still good potential, um, but I could have maybe used a little more story there. Yes, I, I I guess as well, although I thought there were some still good revelations. But yeah, I just, I loved the story here. Um, I've seen people mention in chat as well the side quest. So there's a couple yeah. things that if any of you haven't caught this yet, it's a little good thing to know. There is additional bonus story in addition to the MSQ that's like super important to do. There's a little gold exclamation point quest right next to where you turn in the last quest of the MSQ that has like some pretty massive lore hmm. bombs. They, they kind of so hint at that. it a little
1: bit during like the last yeah. MSQ cutscene, uh-huh. And it it's just, it's like, it's just south thing, yeah. of like Mega yeah. Duda. Like go and, and do that quest. I yeah. oh, am- Hold on, there was one other, yeah. Yeah, was yeah, one yeah. other
2: thing with that. Um, also there's some updated dialogue. So if you've done the Void quest and the other prerequisite quest and you go back to the first and you talk to a certain bar barmaid, if you will, <laughs> who's there, there's some other important stuff there. So um, I really liked that they put all that in, I thought, but right. it is easy to miss, which I think, as was brought up in the chat, is a good point. I wish they had a way to indicate a little bit differently that, you know, oh, hey, here's this other stuff. But it is there that you can enjoy and still do it.
1: I mean, really, at the end of the day, that should have been part of the MSQ. They should have taken that stuff somehow and weaved it into the MSQ. That irritated me to no end that all this really cool character building stuff about these characters. It's like mm -hmm. just after the fact and you can easily miss it. Like it should have been during the free roam sections because that's where... Some of my points went away. Yeah, don't make me walk back and forth without any lore things to click. Like it's a dungeon. Yes. You gotta put lore things around. I was, I was so really irritated by that. by that because you um, you end up walking through Troya like yeah. three or four different times, like start to end. And so it's yeah. like, okay, I get it. You're ha- you're excited about this castle that you made. That's fine. It's beautiful. There. But there's a room do that. with like all these yeah. portraits. Like, give me something to click on. Give me something to click. Like, it
0: didn't didn't Mm -hmm. bother me as much as having to walk back and forth in Pandemonium. And that was a way shorter walk.
1: Well, that's it bothered me because there was nothing around it. Right. Like you could talk to the NPCs and they would give you like one piece of dialogue and it wouldn't change. But you were making us walk through there. Give us more. It felt like they were artificially extending the time that the MSQ took up by doing that. What was the walk for otherwise? I was
0: just I, I was mean, just looking at everything and talking to the NPCs like yeah. you said it didn't it didn't really bother me
2: that much and they also let you mount up. Yeah. yeah, I didn't get the sense that it was them trying to artificially inflate. No. I just got the sense that it was them not always knowing how to be the most efficient and right. practical about. Because exactly. they make us do this all the time in this game. Like, let's just be honest, everybody. Like, anything that should take one step usually takes you five steps. That goes from UI design to moving around a map I mean, to doing they, various portions of quests. So, they did
1: this easy with the the tataru quest it's like okay we need to go see the red bills and it just teleports you to the sea of clouds it just teleports you to Mm Idleshire. meanwhile in the msq okay run back and forth through this dungeon like four times yeah for me it wasn't the fact that i had to do it, it was the fact that they didn't capitalize on it yeah like we need to know more about the void because another another reason why there's fewer points for me not that many fewer but this seems very very fast through the four fiends it seems yes. incredibly quickly Yeah. like they're sign posting maybe that we might see two at once next time or yep something like that that to me is misusing them i would love to have seen them as the light wardens of uh, of the void expansion they're going to be gone by the time we figure out what we're doing for seven 7.0 yeah. yeah. and i don't like that like they're kind of speed running through them like they did the warring triad which they did give us a lot of good stuff, but like they deserve more than that, I think. So that's why I was like, Ugh. I mean, this is cool. I really enjoy it. I like where it's going. Like I said, I didn't give it many fewer points, but I'm just like, there's some missed opportunities here that I want to see more. want to see more of this, right? Like, think- and they've done it before. Yeah.
0: I think I wasn't dissatisfied walking back through the castle because I was just looking at all of the stuff.
1: Yeah, I did that the first I, time. I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize.
0: I didn't realize you could mount up at first. I didn't yeah. realize until I got da- down into the dungeon. I took my time and I looked everything. I talked to all the dudes. I, I really liked the throne room. Mm-hmm. I stopped and I looked at all the statues and I'm like, what does this mean? What is this crap? And I realized they kind of look like the bushes outside of Hawk Manor. Mm-hmm. Which is oh, it's oh, like, cool. I wonder why that yeah.
2: is. <laughs> I definitely sat on yeah. the throne and took a couple pictures. Yeah, I really liked. I do think the setting was cool. I agree that I think they could have used that better. I mean, even in the dungeon, we have the, you know, shortcuts. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we didn't have, like, little shortcut teleports, I thought was a yeah. little bit strange. Um, there but, was I mean, one,
1: again. but it's, well, it's yeah, all but... the way at the beginning to go up to the top. Yeah. It's not, like, throughout.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that could have made it more efficient, especially if they weren't going to update the NPC dialogue each time yes, as you went through. that's the thing. Or if you didn't have a trust, or not a trust, but um, you know, like a follower with you who Mm -hmm. is going to give you little bits of lore. Regardless of that, I do think that the setting that they created for the dungeon was phenomenal. Because when I was going through it for the first time, I'm in there like oh, the scale of all the furniture is different. Like it's too big mm-hmm. in this room and it's small. And then over here we have all these statues and I was trying to put together, you know, I'm in my head, I'm going, was this like a piece of land from the world that was? What did this reflect about the culture? Were the people of a larger mm-hmm. scale? Were they closer to the ancients? And I get through it and I'm noticing all these like strange little discrepancies in the pictures and how large they are on the walls and all these things. And then the reveal over the course of the story about the concept of domains within mm. this realm like a realm in which because ether is so imbalanced physical physical we know that like physical manifestations of the world right like even our physical bodies in that sense um are composed of different types of ether and that ethereal imbalance can skew them or affect them but for a world to be so 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 skewed that like literally any shape or form that's given to it is through the will and greater power of these creatures that kind of manifest their own interior landscape in a sense. It reminded me so much of like Jujutsu Kaisen and the idea of domains in that show. Although there's like, I mean, there's many other kind of concepts of this, Mm -hmm. right? It's not just specific Mm -hmm. to like any one anime or anything. Um, But I thought that was so fascinating because that also really excited me as a possibility for the landscapes we might see, whether or not they decide to use the void as like a full-on expansion Mm -hmm. or, you know, we get it down the road or it's, you know, whatever it is, I think it could lead to some just incredibly cool, very like metaphorical, very, um, I don't know, just diverse landscapes and really hostile environments, really interesting or poignant environments as well, which I loved.
1: And that's the reason why I had that that feeling like you missed out, because we could have learned about Beatrice just by clicking the statue mm. give me one click on the statue to say yeah oh these statues are like this give me some in game speculation L- literally text. anything like we've in-game. had dungeons with books before we've had yeah, the so near enough. raid where we go back in the area and find things they could have easily put literally anything in this dungeon when we were walking back and forth and they That's didn't true. um
0: i wish we could go back I get why we can't. It makes sense why we mm-hmm. can't. I hope yeah. we get to just have access to right. that all the time. I wish we could go with friends. Right. I guess you can yeah. if you like use the Bob on dungeons. But that's just for friends. Yeah.
1: yeah to me, it seems. <laughs> I want to like go on an
0: expedition into the thirteenth, fourteenth, twelfth, ninth, whatever, with all mm-hmm. my friends.
1: I I feel yeah. like, and and I could be wrong, mm-hmm. right? I could be wrong. But here's 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 my thoughts on the whole void thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the current story with the four fiends is not leading to the next expansion. It is, pun intended, it is something simply to fill the void, right? Ah! We already took out two of the four fiends. It sounds like we're going to take out another two in the next patch, which means that we talked about this a while back. Golbez will probably be the the 6.4 trial, which means by 6.5, we'll be done with all of this. I'm Um, pretty sure
0: they told us that's what's happening.
1: Well, I mean they've, they've 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 talked about that, yeah, by the time the new expansion comes around, it's gonna be something completely new yeah. and different and mm-hmm. stuff. So I, I feel like they're just rushing through it because they don't I hate to say they don't care, right? But it's things that aren't gonna be around that long. And so they're just kind of breezing by it. Um like it's funny it,
2: me because I just didn't mm-hmm. feel that sense of them just blindly rushing through I me I should either. say just carelessly rushing through this. I mean okay. One that I think as well is that, I okay, I'll be real with everybody. Mm -hmm. I know they're really valued and cherished and loved um, with the Four Fiends and that they have a really distinctive memory for people. Mm -hmm. But like for me personally, I don't have that emotional connection to them. I think they're really cool to see here. And I think they're being used in such a way that I do find them interesting. But for me personally, I Mm -hmm. am kind of glad they didn't use them as like, the four major things and whatever if we get a void expansion right like Mm -hmm. these would be the four major bosses of the whole expansion because to me i love the kind of nods to other games and other final fantasies in 14 but even more i love when they do their own original stuff so for me this felt like a very logical thing to say like hey everybody wanted them we didn't have them in the actual expansion where the towers were and everything with that but We're still using them to a certain end. And I felt like Barbaricia's fight was so fun. I really enjoyed it. It I loved, like, I loved the music. I loved the reveal. So to me, I guess personally, I just didn't Mm -hmm. feel like, you know, I, I felt like it was letting me down in a sense. I felt like it was just kind of fun and propelling me forward.
1: Why is there backstory that side quest? Why did we not go through her domain and learn these things? Yeah. It feels like they were like, let's get through it. There's. Put that it in it a side quest was, and we'll was, keep doing it for the rest of them. And it was that's very, like, yeah, Ugh. it was very much like a, you go into the void and you like hit the ground sprinting. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. let's go over to the void and see how it's going. Although we got to go through this castle full of fiends. Oh, we just killed one of the four fiends. Oh, here's the second of the four fiends. Like, it's just one thing after another. And it's just it feels rushed. Um, like, I mean, story line lies. It just, it's yeah. just running right through it. Um, how many people cared about down. the Crystal Tower because of Final Fantasy three? How many people in 14 care? Nobody cared. They mm-hmm. made you care about it in the context of 14, and they're not doing it for the Four Fiends. No, right, they, right. they, sh- they show up and they're gone. But you should. You should have the connection that you have to the Warring Triad now, right? And they gave us even less of them. But there's no connection to Barbarisha or or um, scarmiglione, even though we get that backstory. That's an amazing backstory. Yeah. Show us more. Show us the fallout. Like. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's the worst thing ever. Like I said, I didn't mm-hmm. give this that low of a score. It's just, I wish that they had taken their time to present the four fiends in a way that would continue their lasting importance. Like they did with the Warring Triad, like they do with the Crystal Tower. Like, that's what I'm saying. I feel yeah. that they're missing that level of bringing it back up in a new, fun, Final Fantasy 14 way. They're, they're one that's and done basically. You fight them and I'm they're gone and that's it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's because they are enemies. While the Warring Triad were something we fought, they were also summons that didn't really Mm -hmm. have a choice.
2: Whereas the Four Fiends, they're bad guys.
1: Yeah, they are. Yeah, Yeah, but Elidibus and him are bad guys, too. Sure
2: enough. The thing is, though, think about how much of that is done retroactively. Mm -hmm. Like, now we look back at the Crystal Tower and the Four Fiends and the Warriors of Darkness, or sorry, uh, the Crystal Tower and the Mm -hmm. Warring Triad and uh, the, the Warriors of Darkness, with this greater importance and weight. Mm -hmm. But within the duration of time that we had after following those things, we had no idea if they were ever going to use them again until they decided that Crystal Tower was going to be a major foundational thing for, you know, Shadowbringers and that a character like Grahatia was going to play such a huge role. I mean, It was a toss away. You were like, oh yeah, this was cool when I was here and I saw it the first time, but now I can't stop getting it in 24-man roulette. (laughs) Did people feel
1: that way about the Void Arc? No, like that's the thing. I think that, yes, they made it more important retroactively, but in the moment, it was given its due. It was a three part, (laughs) you know what I mean? It was three parts. It was the thing that we did the whole time. We explored it, we learned the history of the Oligans. Like, and we will learn more about the void. But with the way that they're speed running this part of it, when will that be? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I think mean, that the Four Fiends are just throwaway. And that that sucks to me. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's like you said, too, it would have been great to get that the, the contents of that post MSQ storyline woven into while you're kind of exploring uh Zero's yeah. domain because um they just throw the Four Fiends at you. Like, obviously, there's. There, right, there's a little bit of difference between like the player's perspective and our character's perspective, right? Because right. we haven't seen any of this stuff. We just show up in the void. And we're like, "Who are these guys?" But we've we've known that they're gonna show up. But it's yeah. just like, okay, here's one, here's the other, and that's it. Oh, now we'll give you a little bit of backstory. That's optional, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just it feels like such a missed opportunity. Um, right, and, and you know, to move away from the four fiends a little bit, um, zero. Alright, so we knew with this expansion, here comes Rook. Don't <laughs> be
3: there. Don't <laughs> here be there comes to talk about my So So there was there was this, this
1: point when I was doing the MSQ where I realized, oh shit, Xenos' Avatar is gonna be the new Reaper NPC. <laughs> and that happened. And then every so often, she's like, oh, yeah, when I was hanging out with Zenos, he thought blah, blah. I don't give a shit what Zenos thought. I am so <laughs> over Zenos. I do not need a new character that is a constant reminder of Zenos that is towards the end of the MSQ, projecting in a way that's like, I'm going to help you understand why Zenos did what he did. I don't care. He's dead. <laughs> Let him be dead. Let's move on. That is my biggest gripe with this story is I just I don't
0: care. You know I don't care I do about like Zenos. About that? Hmm. At some point. They say, but were you friends with Zenos? And you can say no.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, at no yeah. other freaking point in the story, are you allowed to say, no, I don't like you. No, I don't want to fight yeah. you. No, get
2: away from me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you all know I have been vicious about my critiques of Zenos. I don't particularly enjoy him as a character. Many people do, and I'm very glad that they do, because again, there's something for everybody in this game. I personally don't like him. But I also personally don't correlate Zero to being just Xenos in another form or something. I mean, no. if anything, I actually I found it deeply refreshing to be talking to somebody that in a way was held in thrall to this dumb relationship with this person, just right. like and- just like we were. And I I think that Zero as a character has so many like subtle and interesting defining characteristics, as well as this concept of like what does it mean to have a relationship? What does it mean to have a friendship? Because while Zero's hearing it from this perspective, right, from this person who's so fundamentally broken and so fundamentally skewed in his own motivations and convictions and you know, history and self, um, Zero doesn't know given the nature of their own skewed being. Mm. What exactly that means, or uh, the nature of a world in which, right, consuming or being consumed. Funnily enough, a world in which Zeno's probably would have had the best time of his entire life. He would have been like living it up in a place like this, where the hierarchy that he I always think
1: I disagree. In the world. You would have been, really? been, yeah, been bored. He would have been bored as hell. He would have been bored. He would because everybody would have been running away from him. That's the thing. Like he couldn't have found true conquest. Like for me, like he, he wasn't, he wasn't trying to get stronger. He was trying to feel that thing. And I think he would have just been at the top here too. and just alone.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, 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 think, I think that's fair. I think you could see I, that. I, could see I don't that. know. Right. But that's then just we my have interpretation. This. But right. Like true. his supposed doctrine of the yeah. world, the supposed things that he believes are reflected mm-hmm. in a place like the yeah, void. Absolutely. And so it's very interesting to me with Zero because one, at least I I did this in English because I was recording it Mm. for for YouTube and I usually default to English for most of my listeners in that regard. The English voice actors, one, nailed it. Amazing, Mm -hmm. love, so good. Great quality of voice, really love it. Um, But I loved those little moments, the the discussions with Zero, um, the pseudo vampiric nature, the Mm. fact that they are so brisk but then when you get to zero's domain like what is it it's a domain full of weaklings it's a domain mm-hmm. full of cowards who are terrified oddballs that don't fit in and zero for all you know they're purported you know i'm a part of this exact hierarchy as everyone else lets them live there and shelters them because in many ways mm-hmm. zero is in and of um themselves like an outsider and an outlier and i just like i i loved it. I loved it. And that statue, I have so many questions. The statue right. yeah. that when you like talk to some of the creatures there, they're like it just showed up. And one of them has this idea about it and Zero doesn't know, but there's this like pseudo prophetic thing about the person who's supposed to save the world mm. or the void and it's the broken paladin from our iconic last expansion you know like the paladin mm. the icon yeah. from endwalker and then i couldn't help but wonder like is this something within zero's mind that's reflecting this is this if zero really is a shard of us is this a connection or a resonance that is manifesting in this realm i think there were so many gorgeous details in this mm-hmm. area and of course more yes i i agree with everybody's um, discussions, especially about going back and forth through Troya, I think they could have done a lot more with giving some extra lore and that kind of stuff, but I also felt like so much of the imagery, the artistic direction, oh, sorry, direction. Mm-hmm. I got too excited. I'm not even remembering to breathe. I'm just so excited <laughs> about 6.2. Um, and everything else, I, I just, I loved it. It was haunting. Mm-hmm. It was impactful. Zero is a character I am so intrigued by not only because they're attractive, but also because <laughs> I just like, it, it's also exciting, I think, to see a female character in this game, or at least I keep using they, them, because I get a strong non-binary sense mm. from Zero, but um, she, her is what they do use in mm. the translations. Uh, so like uh, to have a character that is, you know, um, a female character that is a new character that is presented in this cool, aloof, controlled, like the hat tip, like tips, that Mm -hmm. dark kind of element, that edginess, if you will, is so refreshing to me because we get a lot of cutesy, we get a lot of feminine, we get a lot of, um, I mean, and some of the characters that maybe bucked that trend died. I really liked to see them present a character, a new pivotal character in this ambiguous, interesting, mm-hmm. and edgy way. I just, I loved her. I, I loved
1: yeah. it as as a character. I like zero. Right? It's when the narrative starts to use her as a vehicle to remind us that one, Xenos existed, <laughs> and two, to maybe try to explain his actions. That I just, I could care less about. You don't want don't... them to backport like Gaius
0: i don't see i don't see her bringing up xenos as a way to talk about xenos so much as a way for us to figure out how her brain works mm-hmm. because every time she does bring him up she's sort of questioning like were you friends with him how did that relationship work? but Was but also in, in
1: in the same way it's also explain it's trying to explain how Zeno saw the world right it, like but oh because who cares? Well, that's what i'm saying well. who cares <laughs>
2: but it's not it's not about him though it's about her yes it's about her and i will say that one of my biggest gripes about endwalker and i loved endwalker we all know Mm -hmm. this but one of the things i did feel was most lacking was like if if xenos and fan again there's a lot of discussions about this but if they were Mm going to be our our major antagonistic forces and if xenos was going to have this seemingly important revelation as a reaper and if these things were going to happen I did feel like I am always willing to give this game the opportunity to make me care about something. Mm-hmm. And I do not want Xenos to come back. We all know this. I'm pretty over Xenos right. as well. But I did feel like narratively there was a huge weird hole in Endwalker as to insights on what was them, like what was happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, like. We get stuff from Zeno, sure, that he says, and there are some scenes that I think people really strongly resonated with. We obviously get stuff from Hermes way back in the past, but mm-hmm. like, there felt like there was this weird gap in the writing. So in any way, shape, or form to have this filled in, which may have very strategically been what they were planning to do, um, I I was happy with what they said and fine to leave it at that. You know what I mean? I was mm-hmm. like... Cool, great. You had to have this relationship with him. Mm-hmm. I too had to deal with him for a long time. So let's commiserate and, you know, talk about it a little bit. And maybe I can feel like some of those yeah. holes are being filled in. You know? I think
1: that it's a good start uh, for her to talk about Xenos and, and her time with him. But we need more of that because we got, okay, well, what is a friend? Cause he had these really complicated ideas of friends, but when she goes back, now that we know who she is, when she goes back towards the end of Endwalker or the beginning um, of 6.1, I can't remember, she lands like near Troya, right? Remember we see her in her void-sent form and she goes, I return to this land devoid de- de- uh, de- of savior. I wanna hear more of what she thought about our world, because yeah, we're gonna teach her about how it works. Mm-hmm. But how did she feel when she was, you know, seeing him fight against a savior? seeing what a savior even was because the void doesn't have one she's never known one she was born into horribleness right and i really want to see what she thinks in her mind eventually what a friend is what a savior is what true villains are because we're going to see this from another point of view because to her kill or be killed right that's kind of the rule nothing about our world makes any sense the hierarchy that aether is just around apples I mean, like her, what yeah you catch <laughs> her uh, at the airship landing as you're doing that side quest she's standing at the airship landing and you go over to her and she's just like ah oh, the breeze feels so good right because the breeze is filled with aether so i want to see more of that and if we do have to do it through the lens of her when she was with xenos i want them to expand away from xenos just like you guys say yeah like i don't have any problems with xeno these are Nihil- kind of nihilistic. We could talk about it. We can talk I, yeah. about it forever, the, the philosophy of him. It's like this pseudo weird nihilism, but not really. Only one thing matters because there's nothing else. I really want to see her explain what she thought of that from her side and then use that to learn more about her world. So I could see that. If it's just Xenos, I'd be with you. Like if she just, if it just gets brought up to bring Xenos up and then say, well, he really wasn't all that bad, which they would never do. Let's let's be honest. They <laughs> they didn't even really do that with Gaius. They did a little bit. They made you feel a little bit bad for him, but it was also his fault. And yeah. he knew that. Um, and that's so important.
2: You, to me, I it's lo- almost like a, mm-hmm. a,
0: a shared trauma between yes. her and us. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of the way she was raised, where she was born, how her brain works, she doesn't even really understand maybe that it was a trauma yeah so yeah. having having her bring it up to us who are fully aware of yeah. the crazy shit that this guy did is is sort of an interesting way to open
2: her up i think yeah i actually no. i love what you said Aldino. i just love it i've been thinking about it since you were talking about it i hadn't thought necessarily specifically of xenos as being a vehicle for her even that idea of a savior mm. and that line, you're right, I think there's so much resonance in that, that when she returns, the first thing she says is a mention of that savior. Yeah. And then in her domain, we see that statue, yeah. right? So whether or not she's conscious of it, whether or not she is emotional in the sense that we would think and she's, or, you know, feeling, mm-hmm. we don't know. Because the way that voids and are is also very different in how they register. Uh, register feelings and the spectrum of it. Can they feel love? I don't know. We don't know. But she's also unique because she's part mortal. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think all of that is really fascinating because you're right. While Xenos was viewing us as one thing and something that is almost very much, again, kind of in alignment with some of the motivations Mm -hmm. of Void Sense, the Absolutely. idea of power against power, or you know, strength consuming, you know, mm-hmm. the, the weaker, or um, this constant desire for more, for more, this hunger, right? Um, to then face off through that, through the lens of a villain, face off with somebody who is different than anything you've ever known. Um, and to Xenos, we were different than anything he'd ever yeah. known, we were a challenge, but in the case of zero we are an altruistic force, Mm -hmm. someone who fights not to consume and destroy others, but to save something that turned back what very much probably seemed like a calamity on par with what would have happened and what did happen in the void. Mm -hmm. And that idea that like, well, there's no coming back from this. This is our world now that this is, we live, we die. We live again, we die, we live again. Then see somebody stand up to that. That's so cool. And to succeed. And I just I actually I had not really truly thought about that. But I think that statue in her domain is maybe a reflection of what that could have meant to her. So Mm -hmm. it's interesting too. Um when
0: all the characters are having that discussion at the table Mm -hmm. and being like, actually we might be able to do something about your realm. Here's examples of what we did elsewhere. We're kind of pros at it. Um, here's our here's our portfolio.
1: Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As and you can you, you, see,
0: <laughs> you see in her reactions and and uh, like her face, the things she says, she seems initially like interested, like it's it it yeah. catches her her mm-hmm. interest, and she's, huh, really, you could, and then when they get to the point where like, would you be interested in that? She's like, no.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like, are you really not? Because you just showed.
1: Right. It's
0: so it was it was it was weird to me, like it seemed inconsistent, but I'm thinking that was there on purpose.
1: hmm. Mm-hmm. Like this, this wavering, like, should you even have that belief? Right. Why? Why in this world would you have that belief? Look at the world around you in the void. What 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 use is there in believing that it could get better? You have to be pragmatic. You have to be zero. You have to do that. So when you break her out of that thinking, it's going to be very interesting to see what falls out of that. Yeah. And that's that's really, I think, my favorite part of this entire patch of story is Zero. And un, unlike, I think, all of you, I liked the, the Pandemonium story. I liked it a lot. I, I liked the story. I, I just okay.
0: thought the buildup was slow. Okay.
1: Okay. Sure. Yes. True. The buildup is slow. Yeah. I really enjoyed the the soul merging idea.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I
1: really enjoyed, like, okay, so you merge souls. It incepts an idea into your brain. Someone, I don't have the inception horn. Just think about it, Uh, (laughs) right? Incept this idea into your brain. He goes, ah, crap. You're right. I literally cannot get it out of there. It's a basilisk, right? That's the idea of an idea that you can't get rid of. That's what, that's what it is. And then he splits himself. And then we kind of keep that self somewhere, right? We imprison it. What happens? what happens now that la brea returned to the ethereal sea does he remember that is that why pandemonium's back because now that basilic is hmm. basilic is back in his mind i hope not i hope it has something else to do but does he ever remember because him itself remembers now Actually, Right.
2: fascinating i like, wonder i mean what will happen Yes, and what effect does that have on the live stream? The right. fact that the just here. And I mean, it's so interesting because I had been musing. A lot of you know if you've been listening to the podcast, that I had been theorizing that yes, perhaps, um, because of various indicators, Eric Thonius mm-hmm. would be our La Habrea at some point, right? Yeah. At this point, it looks pretty well confirmed, yeah. and they seem to really shut it down that no, La Habrea was La Habrea as we knew him. Um and That leaves me wondering what role does Eric have to play Mm -hmm. because they're not gonna they don't introduce you to a character, take you on a whole sympathetic plot line with him and his dad, who, you know, has been mean to him, and his mom, who secretly was terrible to him, but he mm-hmm. idolized. They don't take you on this whole emotional journey just to never have him be of any relevance or right. importance. So is his relevance in what's to come? Is it in something to do with this livestream moment? Is mm-hmm. it that he's secretly the final boss? Is it whatever it is? I don't know. But i think it is interesting and it also got me thinking immediately about the fact that who, okay remind me who hmm. is it that does the soul merging with another Asian in the final capstone dungeon for heaven's Sword? it's where the uh
1: it's labran
2: and igyorm yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay that i thought was also suddenly yes. given a huge other connotation <laughs> That I was very, I immediately thought of that yeah. because he merged himself with Athena, right? And then had to mm-hmm. literally like sunder his own soul to some extent yeah. in order, like a, a mini, a mini sundering, <laughs>
1: yeah, a mini sundering.
2: Um, but to then later choose to merge with someone of his own volition. Mm-hmm. Um obviously at this point with the ASEAN from ancient to Asian, you know, there's a lot of stuff in between there that, you know, I'm sure could have made yeah, was, him do this. Yeah. But I thought it was a nice little detail as well mm-hmm. in the idea of him and his trajectory and his story. Right. Um I will say though that I was wildly confused in the moment where they showed him facing off with Hephaestus. I yeah. was like Wait, what? Who, what? Cuz they look so different. Yeah. <laughs> didn't even realize they were the same character and then when that dialogue pops pops up that's like i bet you don't know what's happening i was like i sure as hell don't square enid and and the
1: name is so close to hesperos too so you're like wait is this the same who what love all of the greek inspired nonsense for athena to bring this forbidden knowledge and and give this knowledge to him for Hephaestus to have to forge a new like it's just I don't understand how they continue to do this. Like mm-hmm. all of that on top of that, you know, Hephaestus. Of course, we we all a lot of us assumed that Hephaestus, especially once we started um, uh, pandemonium, would be La Habrea because oh yeah, he makes things. Duh, he's got fire. Duh, right? Fire like for, duh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we were like, okay, Athena makes sense to be there, but it kind of flipped that on its head, which. I don't 100% like Athena being such a just dag nasty evil person. Um, I don't like there's no redeeming quality of her, period.
3: Can't disagree. As far as we know, yeah. yeah. I agree,
1: yeah. Just none. She's just dag nasty evil. And it seemed like she easily infected Hephaestus because of his duty and, you know, that sort of thing. And then the basilisk that you can't get out of your brain. But I, I just love that extended metaphor or allegory. I don't know which one right now, grammar people you can get at me. That's fine. I don't care. Um, But like, it's, it's just such a cool twist twist. And I don't know how they're going to get to the end from there. I don't, I have no idea what the hell is going to happen next. Is it actually there? Is it a weird manifestation? Some people are like, is it a weird time thing? I really hope not. It's weird and it's interesting.
2: Yeah. I, it's cool.
0: So I I, I, yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. I I I really did like where the story went. As I said before, mm. it took a long time to get to there. There's like six yeah. quests total, maybe, and the last two have all this information in yeah. it. And the first four, are like, what are we doing? Oh, we're running back and forth. Okay. Um, yeah. it, They don't. I feel like they could have spread the story out in a way that made the first half feel interesting yeah. and not just like a snorefest. But yeah, fair. I do. I do like where it got to. I think everything that we presented in that those last couple of quests was very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, all, all the stuff you were talking about with La Habrea remembering because he's he's an unsundered, yeah. but he was sundered
2: by himself. Yeah.
1: So, so how does that even work? How hurt? much
2: does he know? What is he doing? <sighs> and there's the whole question of the crystal because yeah. um. We know it's that his, color. it's a different color than mm-hmm. the actual crystal that La Brea, as we know, wields. So lots of possibilities here. Right. Is it something mm-hmm. where Hephaestus eventually broke free and then imprisoned La Habrea in a stone and then masqueraded? Is it something where La Habrea's memory stone that later got made was made based off of this concept and so he still theoretically had Hephaestus's stone? Mm-hmm. But he, you know, is it possible that Hephaestus's stone still exists? somewhere and that we could use that there's the whole other enigma of the weird stone that we got and like does that contain someone is that where eric thonius comes in <laughs> is this like yeah and like how so many questions with it and
1: and we we know we're gonna see athena like we know one of the fights in the next okay. year is gonna be athena so how does that end up happening right and you know, Rook, Rook mentioned this earlier. Like, what if Eric's the final boss? I mean, totally. What if Athena comes back? She's the third fight. She experiments more on her son, and he's like, I, I could totally see that Very happening.
2: Anime trope that could exist. That mm-hmm. can, yeah, that mm-hmm. could it definitely, yeah. Could, it definitely could. I mean, it's it is interesting. I think there's a lot of potential in the story. Um, I I think even the fights did a better job of perhaps pushing the trajectory of the story this time around than the original set that we got because um, I mean they were fun but right they were kind of more like creation gimmicks and this time around we have that same kind of thing sure but we also have these warders who have their own relevance into you know um, mm-hmm. the, the the key the key warden and the key I, yeah. I can't remember their exact titles but um, mm. we have those characters who have their own kind of you know, connotations. yeah, but um, yeah, Zen, I got the impression that the reason the first half, like the first part of the quests was just kind of like, eh, okay, whatever. is because of the fact that they know that Raiders were just gonna be trying to <laughs> unlock stuff. But with the weak delay this time around, I think we could have given more time. Mm-hmm. You know what I
0: specifically said; they were giving us time to enjoy the story. So put the story. It's in the it's
1: story. interesting you bring that up because I mean we talked about how it felt like they just breezed past the the first of the two. Uh, uh four fiends, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get into pandemonium and they're like, well some hey, look, of us don't here's, here's some key wardens and they're gone. Like who wait, who was that? What did they <laughs> they had even like less of a of a background than the, the four fiends, which is just like alright. All cool. Yeah. You get a little bit with um what was her name? Is that Agdistus? Is that Ag- who it is? Ag- is that yeah. Dark? Dirt- yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. Um yeah so you get a little bit and you get that kind of feeling that she had this uh, attachment to La Brea, this, like, you are a silly stupid man. Like, I don't know why you did. <laughs> like, you're so dumb. Like, you're just so dumb. Like, yes, I will help you, but you're just so dumb. Like, and you could really feel that through her. But, yeah, I just, I really like where the story is going. I would say that, yeah, pacing. I think that everything we're talking about right now is pacing. And yeah. how
0: pronunciation.com says agadistis.
1: tight. Oh, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, who, who knows what the heck is going on with pandemonium. I mean, Claudian is the guy who gives us the quest and he's a little tan. And I'm like, he are looks- you just gonna,
2: I know he looks kind of like Eric right? he gonna- model. Mm-hmm. And
1: he, you know, when he leaves, like you get like three lines of text from him and then he leaves and then you start it. He's like, yeah, we have this crystal and it seems to be yearning for this other etherical s- signature. And it seems to be yearning to be made whole. And it's like, yeah, and then okay. he goes off by himself to go find by the uh, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: okay. I have a feeling right. I have a feeling that he is connected to Eric yeah. somehow. I mean, he looks The they think they right. share facial similarities right. and everything. So, yeah, 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 well, just yeah. because
0: just because just because the, uh, As- and, Asians and Asians, ancients, wow, that we know of are, you know, gone or mm-hmm. fixed or uh, still sleep forever. It doesn't mean there aren't a couple that we don't know about.
1: Yeah. yeah, all of these Sundered yeah. Asians are still around. That's, I know, like, I yeah. feel that in my bone, like, I, <laughs> I can't wait for them to talk about that. But yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I mean, and there is like, we, there's the potential, right? That mm-hmm. if, if they came up with this kind of device, or um, if even something like, because we also saw echoed in the actual main story, the idea of uh, crystallization or converting yeah. souls mm-hmm. into this gem form, right? Yeah, Memoria memoria so there is this sense that if this is an art or something that was discovered i mean Mm. yeah who's to say that only the convocation did it who's to say that other people you know who either had connections to them or you know were advanced in their own fields Mm. didn't also go oh well hey the world's on fire and a lot of bad stuff is happening and people are being sacrificed left and right maybe i should do something or preserve myself in a different way. I mean we also don't know that he wasn't on the convocation under a different name. Yeah. Yeah I guess it's true. Could could happen, yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's sort of Heidelins.
1: That would be a great twist.
2: The great Heidelin followers. Everybody mm-hmm. is like, when are they going to pop up? Do they are yeah. they out there? Do they matter? I mean, there was the discussion of them being consumed into the summoning and all mm-hmm. this. Other stuff. I mean, we don't know. <laughs>
0: <So> yeah,
2: <laughs> we don't really know at this point. Maybe, and, you you know, know, what maybe, maybe we'll find out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: Really? yeah. Oh, and by the way. Pandemonium, a thing from the past when the world was unsundered. Oh, it's here now! Don't worry about it. Enjoy. No, I know. I saw a tweet where somebody was like, "Wouldn't this be a great way for them to bring like Hades and Hith back?" And I was like, "You don't get my hopes up. You don't get to stay with <laughs> me." I was
3: like, mm,
2: "No, yeah. I can't. I cannot. No. <laughs> you know, I want to. You know, yeah. I want this. You know, I want this it so bad." It <laughs>
1: that question. It begs that question of Yoshi.
2: P said they were gone,
1: made... right? Oh. And you know, in the. Uh, what is don't it? The sad, ATS scope, sorry. yeah, or ITS scope? In there, we do see manifestations of things that have returned to the sea, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, it's like maybe this is the one place that it can be projected, and they, anyone inside of Pandemonium, has a lot of angry feelings, like are like all of the bosses in that dungeon, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know, did they coalesce because of this? I don't know. I don't know. They
0: just moved. They moved Pandemonium mm-hmm. into the sea of stars because then freaking lahabrea's other piece could help still yeah athena's like well i mean if that world didn't work i'll
2: just pick another one <laughs> calm down you failed stop
1: <laughs> oh
2: i'm excited about it i mean i yeah i anything that they give us about the ancients i'm here mm-hmm. for oh you know i'm what would be terrible no don't. Okay, okay, so this is probably
0: not going to pass, but okay. what if the last section of pandemonium is actually there? It's that thing mm-hmm. that shows up. We're not going to the past, we're going to this mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people who were taking care of pandemonium were uh, taken over and forced to fight us. Mm-hmm. Like all of our dead friends are down there right now. Yeah. What if we
2: have to fight them? <laughs> Don't look exper- at
1: me uh, New experiments, yeah.
2: Why are you like this?
1: <laughs> Who Man that you? that, that, that like P11S drama. S- Harchifon fight is going to be yeah. rough. It's going to be it's going to be a banger. Yeah. <sighs> oh. I
0: mean but the Minfilia fight that'll be
2: fine. <laughs> Pray return to the no. <laughs> All right. Pray return to the waking or to the ethereal sea Minfilia Never go never No, I actually didn't hate I didn't hate Minfilia as much yeah, as a lot of really people. I really had a problem. Here, so um yes there's a lot of possibilities i mean i did we i don't know if we all stated what we actually rated the story i already said mine 10 out of 10. i loved it i really 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 enjoyed it i
1: think if we're going in order i i was next i believe because i gave it an 8 out of 10.
0: i too gave it an 8.
1: right yeah Fusion. keep going (laughs) yeah uh six I'm gonna skip two. nailed it. Yeah, six. Oh, nice. Oh, if, yeah, if if I had to score this out of ten, I'd give it a six. And and I and I think a lot if of I it. Knew,
0: if I if I knew you were giving it a six, I would have given it a nine. To I mean, it, to it all gets no, it all don't. gets no. it all
1: gets averaged <laughs> out anyway. It doesn't yeah. matter. But like, yeah. it just yeah. at the at the end of the day, yeah. Um, and we talked about this with with six point one, right? How a mm-hmm. lot of six point one felt like they were simply rehashing void quest stuff, right? Just they mm-hmm. just they gave it a fresh coat of paint. And to just rush through it like this. It just uh, the pacing of it seems weird, but it also feels like they're going to be done with the void in a couple patches and like whatever and they're rushing through the four fiends um using yeah. zero to connect back to Xenos. It's like, "All right, I get it. It was the avatar. We want people wanted mm-hmm. to know what was up with the avatar. We got that." But if they are gonna th- constantly make references to Zenos with that mm. character, uh, like no, I'm but good.
0: It happened twice. Uh. It happened twice, and they just they just spent however but many so, years of their lives stuck but, with that guy. But, when you were stuck so, with someone, so I well, actually
1: about I actually walked away from this MSQ not liking Reaper. <laughs> the way that t- Reaper works, like the lore of it now, the way that. Zenos sure. use zero. I was kind of like, you oh, should. like I'm not crazy about Reaper right now.
2: Well, but that's Zenos, right? Zenos Correct. Forced this pact. I think there are plenty of other ways to interpret Reaper as something that would be more mutual. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's a reflection of Zenos as well, yeah. right? To sure. know that this was done completely unwillingly. Again, mm-hmm. I think something that um uh, is is very important, right? So, I. I think you like Zero need to take a deep breath and separate yourself from Xenos. <laughs> I think so the, you know it's the, the narrative vision.
1: needs to separate itself um, from Xenos.
0: Okay. I, so how, about I just, how about this? How uh, about this? Not Xenos related. Only mm. semi Xenos related, mostly Reaper related. Mm. So we go in, we fix we fix the uh, void. It's good, it's mm-hmm. not there's no more void in. Everybody's fixed, everybody's beautiful, happy. Nobody can play Reaper anymore.
1: Yeah. It's over. That's an interesting <laughs> point because then you're in a you're in a position where you're keeping them, and if they don't return back home, then they don't get to be a fully fledged person anymore. Reaper, yeah. also yeah.
2: limited job. Yeah, I see in the chat some discussion <laughs> as well about the fact that if you mm-hmm. play through the quest on a Reaper, you actually get different yep. dialogue from Zero, which okay. does talk about the fact that again, like we see in much of the Void, Pacts yeah. are everything. Yeah. So whether yeah. or not I think like a, a Void set wants to be in thrall or like agrees with someone. Mm-hmm. The idea of making a pact that would be an exchange, you know, ether for, you know, whatever service or a glimpse of the other world or whatever it is, right? Is something that is negotiated and laid out. So yeah. um I mean I do think that's interesting. And I guess for me personally, because we've had so much setup with the void quests and everything mm-hmm. into here, I again, I haven't felt like this was a rush. If anything, I felt like this was them really wanting to start off at a run and not like make a slog through mud and then walk really slow. And then, you know, I felt like they wanted us to feel the impetus of action um, having finished something up, you know, and wanting us to know that, like, there's a lot of thrills and exciting things ahead. So, I mean, everybody's going to register this differently, but mm-hmm. personally, um, I I mean, I do think if you hadn't done any of the if you hadn't done all the culmination and gotten the void quests and done a lot of other things, it would probably feel much more abrupt. But I guess I have just been looking forward to this moment for so long, both just because of my own interests, but also because of this other setup that they've done in other ways um, to lead up to it that I was ready to go. It's, and I'm really curious to see how they I, take this. It's interesting that you
1: phrased it I, that way. The, the, you know, they didn't want to, we, we've been doing void stuff and void quests already. So like, yeah, we're going to get in here. We know what's going on and let's run through it. But it's, it's funny too, because at the same time, like with 6.1, it's like, these are just, it's like rehashed void quest stuff. We're just slogging through and then we're running through stuff. And it's like, I, I think at the end it's just like, I can never be happy. Like they'll, they'll never <laughs> please me with this. Maybe is is the ultimate. <laughs> I takeaway but
0: go ahead.
1: i was just gonna say that i just think that this is this is signposting of a speed run through the void and a return later because you know we talked about the void quest and if you do them and there's extra dialogue but their dialogue you know i it's it's a weird thing because i don't want to spoil it because it's, it's the hardest thing to get but their dialogue really indicates that they're like yeah, you're on a particular mission in the void. Come at us when you want to fix the void. And mm-hmm. that to me says we're running through the void. We're going to learn of a bigger threat. We're going to leave that. And at some point we'll come back and actually take care of the void. But to me, then that would be too far removed from these stories. Like the story of Miglion is such a great story. That side quest where you see the, the Genesis. I want to know more about the void at that point in time. And I thought that this would be the best time to do that through the vehicles of yeah. the four fiends and they're not quite doing it. And that's just why. Um, and it's only a couple of points because everything else was great. I think, yeah, like we, we've talked a little bit. Um, I think Rook had mentioned it earlier, the idea of, you know, this is the, the story to lead into the next expansion. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that's necessarily true. I feel like this is just an in-between story. Like, the, the the Golbez for Fiend stuff is the 6.x story. Just how, like, uh, Endwalker was, like, done, right? It's like, 6.0, here's the end of everything, new stuff. I think 6.1 to, like, 6.4 is going to be its own contained thing, and then we're going to move on.
2: Mm-hmm think that means that that's it forever, right? Yeah, it's not it, forever. More no. and more, more and more in this game, I think we cannot even ever assume that because they have started almost plotting and planning and using everything as a, we've talked about how they open doors narratively, right? It Before on the podcast yeah. and how they structure telling an ongoing linear story. Mm-hmm. So to me, I mean, yes, this is, it feels like it could be a Warriors of Darkness style thing, but um with all the other setup that they have this is we will go back to the void at some point like they close
1: the door on the four fiends though
2: yes yes Mm -hmm. but like i i don't think that this being you know something that doesn't matter at all is completely inconsequential and has nothing to do with anything in the future of this game i don't think that's the case at all i think this is even if we do go somewhere very different for the next expansion which we very well could you know um I think this is them very purposefully setting up what we will likely explore, I would assume, in a future expansion, just Mm -hmm. given the scale of doing something like this. But I
1: mean, it's it's also one of those things we're going to have to wait and see, right? Because, like, Mm -hmm. it would make so much sense to be like, oh, hey, we're doing void stuff, void expansion. But I I get the sense that, like, we're going to hit, like, a period here, Mm -hmm. do something else. And then, yeah, we could absolutely go back to the void, but, like... Why not just keep it going? Why are we going like back and forth? I don't know. Well, just, it's just one yeah. of those things where we're gonna have to see how the story evolves. And yeah, it's setting us up for a Gimlet Dark, I feel, which mm. people were not okay with. Right. Like that whole. All right. And now it's done. Yeah. And it, it ended up very, very well. And I, I'm, I'm okay with it, but it's just, I don't. I don't feel that they got the weight that they should have. And I don't think that they ever will now because yeah. it's, it's a closing that they didn't do for the crystal tower. That was a door that was left ajar. Well, mm-hmm. We
0: still have them. They're just in rocks.
1: It's true. Yeah, that's true. They are in rocks. I don't know who has those rocks. Where do, Pres- do we put them? Presumably. Where do we, we just we... left them on the ground?
2: No, we I mean, took them. Oh, we definitely God took, took them. them. Did we yeah. bring
1: them to the source?
2: I mean, There's it's a good question. I, I don't uh-huh. know. Zero has them. Somebody has them would be my guess. I mean, them? But,
1: <laughs> well, but then you, 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 you if they come back in that way, you run making people not like them, right? This was the time to make them important and then get rid of them. But I think they missed making them important and they just got rid of them. Yeah, That's there, there wasn't that. enough, there wasn't enough time with them and any kind of relation that you could have built up with them, I think should have happened before the fight. Yeah, because that's then, it. Then, you, then you then you have a better understanding of, of who you're fighting to have all that that story stuff, both not required and after the fact, it's I, I feel like they they messed up big time on that.
2: I mean, it's definitely something I think they could. And, and this is something that I'm curious just about for the next 10 years of the game. Right. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of how they've had to handle narrative previously, and some of this is just truly inherent to MMOs. Right. Mm-hmm. This is going to sure. always be something that affects storytelling and writing for a long term multi expansion MMO. You do a lot of retroactive story adjustment, mm-hmm. making everything kind of work together in a bigger picture. And it was exacerbated by the fact that from 1.0 to 2.0, right, they were working with the dredges of a world that they had very specifically chosen to not do a hard separation from. So how they retroactively worked things, characters, places, themes in was something that oftentimes they were having to do a lot After the fact, Mm -hmm. I mean, think about the emotional payoff you have for Elidibus as a character in 5.3. Think about the fact that now in Pandemonium, we are essentially getting what is the actual basis of our ancient history with him and the friendship that we once had, Mm -hmm. and then think back to when you actually kill Elidibus, (laughs) and it's like, that is all retroactive storytelling. So I think But none of it was
1: optional, like the side quest
2: like I that's, think that's that's what, for yeah. i think that for the next 10 years of this game they have the opportunity here to build thinking forward so how they style that is something and how they long-term plan that is something that i'm excited to see um i don't know if it's completely a, a closed possibility with the four fiends it did seem very strange that we didn't get a memory from Barbaric's crystal um mm-hmm. can we get more memories from them can we get more information Uh, is this side quest just going to be a little teaser to stuff we might literally see down the road? I don't know. Um, I, I do, I'm sure, like, I, that disappointment in them as figures, especially given their potential, I think is really valid. Um, but I, I am curious to see what they do with this. It's very possible they just decide to leave these four as they are and move on, but, um, for, and for a greater storytelling, uh, future for the game how they build these narratives i hope we do see them really looking forward in many ways that maybe they haven't had the luxury to do before you know and, mm-hmm. and building those you know i'm trying to i'm trying to
0: understand you guys's perspective because i don't feel that way i love the four fiends and i don't mm-hmm. feel like they were cast aside um the only thing i could come up with <laughs> uh, Scarmiglione has always felt like fodder in any oh, story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. he is—he's fodder. He's trash. Uh, Barbaricia, Bur- less so. I so I, I guess I'm a little bothered there.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. As
0: I mentioned earlier, I was also bothered that she came second. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I don't. I guess I'm just hopeful, optimistic. Story's not over. I don't think that even when they're dead like that's all we're gonna get from them as far as lore and i think that quest even though it wasn't part of the msq technically is uh, a small sign that 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 stuff is gonna be in there it's gonna be woven maybe not in a way that everyone will enjoy but i just don't feel like i and i again it's probably because it's not over yet but i don't feel like they were cast aside at
1: this mm, point yeah Which... i can definitely get that it, it could be jumping the gun it's just that everything that they signposted they came back and made you have to do it it's no longer optional mm-hmm. crystal tower Warren and try like that sort of stuff they went back and they went oh we've messed up let's fix that here they had the chance if they wanted to include them to not have to come back and say you have to do that optional side quest or else we're gonna have to tell you again how they became who they became so that's why i'm just like they're not going to retread that that'd be weird i mean they can but why not just make it part of it? That I that's mean why honestly, the point. the between the void quest and 6.1s MSQ it wouldn't surprise me if they they backtracked and repeated stuff. Sure. like which, which they, they shouldn't be, right. But I feel like just the way that they've been doing stuff lately, like it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, remind me which what's the order of the four fiends? Obviously it's it's Earth and water. then water. water. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll tell you right now why Barbaricia was second. Yeah. you ready for this? Because we sure. already had a, a wind and fire fight in Eden. <laughs> if they're combining, yeah, they if, they're, if they're combining the last two fiends into a fight, we're gonna have a fire water fight because we, I think, I think that's what it was. I think that's exactly yeah. what it was. And then we'll, the last trial will be, will be Golbez and then we'll move on. Mm-hmm.
2: I will say narratively, I guess sort of narratively, we'll talk about this more with the actual mechanical yeah. breaking category, but, um, I was so relieved that Barbariccia did not feel like just a rehash of Garuda.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i be honest. I love. They're because... like, yeah, she's wind, but like, what else? How about no. hair?
2: <laughs> well, but that is something that I believe is inherent to her in Four, mm-hmm. right? She does the whole hair thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah.
2: again, like the way that they did it, it didn't just feel like wind lady for the fifteenth time. Mm-hmm. It's like. She's so much more physical. She has that melee feel to her, that Mm -hmm. chaotic feel to her. Um, I mean, of course there is a sense of malicious chaos about Garuda, but I did not feel like her version of the air element was just a rehashing of other air element fights we've had, and I really appreciated that. I liked the kind of the the Attack mm-hmm. on Titan style second half and the like, I don't know, she looks so much like what is it, Annie when she's like mm-hmm. in her... <laughs> like I I just I really actually liked that and um I ended up loving the fight a lot more than I thought I would but I think that thematically that's also it kind of overlaps with story in a sense because it has those yeah. thematic elements and I I really liked how they did that with her yeah, I appreciate. I
1: appreciated that mm-hmm. they they mixed it up. I mean, there was there was a part. Me and my wife were doing the MSQ together this time around, uh, and during that that phase two transition, where you see her like just like I'm like I'm like Rook's falling out of her chair somewhere. Watch it. Like-
2: <laughs> I love me a strong, powerful, crush me yeah. woman.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So let's let's move on. That's that story. You know what uh, I
2: didn't like about hmm? that story.
0: Hmm? I took damage during that fight. She's not supposed to attack me.
1: It's true they removed part of her personality too and then like i didn't want to get into that part either (laughs) like because she has so much more of a personality in general she she should have been riffing with us like it's like it's not her personality from four they just kind of went she big strong lady with wind. she wants to kill things and then you do the side story to understand why yeah but it's like there's there's that missing bit um yeah like so she's, she's got like think, a moving island. We're fighting her. Okay, that's yeah. it.
2: <laughs> do you think some of that has to do with the fact that they separated her from the mage's sisters? Because it isn't it that the mage's sisters serve her? Is that correct? In
1: uh, there, I believe so. I think you fight her before right before fight them fight them right before her. I believe. Um, and that
2: I'm assuming ties into does she have an affinity for women? Like does yes, she she absolutely. like hates men and is mm-hmm. okay interesting i mean yeah i would have i think that could have been cool i guess
1: because of her father there was there wasn't enough time they just they ran through the the just so fast that they're like there wasn't a lot of time for the to develop the character
2: there's also an ambiguity with the void as well right the fact that we know that at least how they set it up for us with everything with the zero Mm -hmm. that physical selves are very different. That every time you die, you come back differently. So the idea of prescribing specific feelings to a gender would maybe be much different in this world.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, she said it in statue form when we first talked to her. She was like, if there's girl, like she said something about it and then it just disappeared this patch and I don't know why it went. Maybe they just decided not to do it and that's okay. That's okay.
2: I agree with you. Aldino, I do think that hearing you talk about it, I would have liked as well, because I thought we were gonna get maybe with the way they set it up, like a third zone or something mm-hmm. where then we're going through her domain. Cause they, they talk about like it's so dangerous to set foot in her domain and choose yeah. to do this. And that within that, maybe you would see that yes, like all of the void scent that were surrounding her, um, you know, were maybe aligned with this more feminine kind of element. Yeah, I know. And we could have gotten more about her lore. I do think that would have been very impactful. I would have liked that a lot. Um, yeah. I can understand, I guess, from the scope with them yeah. already essentially having created two mini zones for this, why maybe they didn't. We're, yeah. We don't even usually get that with Pat. No, not at all. <laughs> that yeah. was surprising. This is a turn
1: cliff moment, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. I, I think if, if, if I could pick, like, obviously, I mean, we've already talked a lot about, you know, the, the idea of like the statue right in Zero's Domain. Mm-hmm. But I think, right, because ultimately, I th- from, from what I'm getting from the majority of us is the fact that, like, we wish they would have spent a little more time on the Four Fiends. I almost, wi- well, um, let, me, let me pose the question. Sure. Zero's domain, or would you have rather have had Barbaricia's domain? Zero. Zero's get- more important. Zero's more Long important.
2: I mean, I think they could have done something where we got Barbaricia's domain here and then Zero's domain in, like, the next patch or something. Mm. With them mm. seeming like they're shifting away from like specifically, you know, it seems like our story may be turning to different places. Perhaps you mm-hmm. don't know. Um, I think I'll if it, at the end of the day, like she is not
0: Fors Barbariccia. she's for. No, she's not. Yeah, yeah, true.
1: Yeah, true. And I wanted to know who that was, but I don't. Yeah. Well, they her. they told you who she was. She's dead. Yeah, we also, she's a Chris, She's like, she's a crystal lady now.
2: I think Rook said earlier, we didn't get a memory from her crystal yet. We didn't, which I think is really telling. And I'm so curious about that. I'm also personally very curious about these crystals just in general. Is Mm -hmm. this a way of us preserving these entities so that at some point, supposedly there's no way to turn them back, right? But like, is there a way we could eventually turn them back and restore them? I mean, these, is that even what's going to happen? Right. We don't know. We know know.
1: that they leak. We know that these crystals leak Mm -hmm. and create like Kukulain. Uh, that we fight in Void Arc series, right? Um, So we do know that they eventually corrupt people. Now, would it manifest to be Barbaricia again? Probably not. So it's like, eh, who knows?
2: We don't know. It's so interesting. I mean, there's also the mention of the fact that Zero, um, or at least in the past, those who were able to wield this power, right? Mm -hmm. Zero was supposedly the last of them. And that we at least knew from previous lore that The oricite or crystalline Mm -hmm. power, which I'm assuming is memoria, right? Um, like that they were taking these entities and putting them in this form and then evoking and using their powers. Right. Mm -hmm. So. I mean, that does also, I think, strengthen some possibilities that Zero herself was one of the original heroes, although of course, whether or not heroes or villains or anybody Mm -hmm. else started just using this power willy-nilly for themselves, because we know there was also these great periods of war, right? Right. So we don't totally know, but um, I thought some of those little breadcrumbs were also delicious yeah I, I mean we,
1: we also know that like was. all the all the memoriates like weren't necessarily good either like we yes, again we have this really cool optional cut scene <laughs> sure.
2: Ooh, i like ozuma's idea here that mm-hmm. if we get an expansion maybe we would get the four fiends zoned, yeah. their domains as zones and that perhaps like i don't know releasing them or going through those zones in some way shape or form that would
1: be cool It's just, then it's like a rehash. I don't know. They feel they feel done though. That would feel weird. Maybe they won't feel done, but it's just do it again. I just wanted them to do them right the first time. Is what I wanted. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, Um, but no. I'm I'm just saying, like, if they keep coming back, then that's just like, what? What are we even doing at that point? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you you don't have to fight them again. Like, why? Do
0: you want to talk about gameplay? Sure. Yeah, let's do this. I like to play game.
1: Games are good. I loved the, the first dungeon boss for Troya. Um, it, mm-hmm. it gave me vibes of uh, the one what? fight. What? I loved that fight, too.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it reminded me a lot of uh, there was that one section in the Amarat dungeon where you're just fighting like a whole bunch of guys. Um, and it's it's like it's, it's, it's simplistic, like right at its core. Like it's like instead of a boss, it's just like a bunch of dudes. But like how many times have we had that? in dungeons, right? So I appreciate that it's something we really don't get a lot of. I also Mm -hmm.
2: also said in my own playthrough about the thematic appropriateness of that Um, in that the void scent, right? We have, like, greater void scent but then the lesser void scent almost in and of themselves are like a swarm, right? Hmm. They they are, um, you know, small minions, henchmen, creatures. Um, The idea of them swarming, I think, is... Appropriate thematically. So,
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The idea that we just pop up in their castle, they're like, what the hell? Like, attack these guys. They just send a bunch of floating heads at us. And then they get blown the heck up because they are so weak. That's, that's, it's, it's really thematic. It's a very interesting boss fight. We don't get a lot of AoE boss fights. And as someone who likes to AoE, I, I like that. It's, it's cool. Um, it makes it quicker. I mean, it's a very easy fight. Like, I, I think that's, my my problem with the dungeon is it's so freaking easy but then again we talked about it a little bit last week in that maybe that's because that space is held for criterion dungeons like the challenge will be in criterion savage you know what i mean and stuff like that so they went this is an expert we know what you're doing with this you're just trying to run through it we'll make it easier for you i don't know that i enjoy that but yeah
0: yeah in amarat that that like gauntlet fight with mobs i hated it honestly hated it this one <laughs> because it it does fit into the story more mm-hmm. i didn't mind it as much i thought the things that they did with the mobs were more creative rather than mm-hmm. like here's a bunch of things trying to kill you they have various theories I mean, and felt, oh
2: now they're dead
1: <laughs> i felt like narratively it fit with amrot too like it's the end of the world like things yeah, are turning it into monsters and all right
2: I agree. There wasn't much variation. It was just like, here they all are stacked on top of each other, burn them down. But yeah. I think this one had more, again, of a delineation. Was, yes. Yeah. Here,
1: here so, they are. They're in a little bit of a pattern, but then you all pull them into the one same spot and then you fight them.
2: <laughs> well, what's interesting is that Aldino, I, I'm sorry. No, Sinidra, you finish your thought first and then I will go after you. Please yeah. go.
0: Okay. Um, Amurat might as well have been just another, um, Pull between mm. bosses. It was trash. It was just trash. This one, they had different things that they do on the outside, and that's cool. And they had different guys show up, and they make one bigger and explodes more than the last guy. I mean, it was it was interesting. I still thought it was kind of meh, but it yeah. made sense. It was it was it was fun, but I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I just that is that the it most is enthusiastic
1: "it was fun" I've ever heard. It was fun. I just like to blast and it's a blast. I, it's I just
0: get blast. It. I get I get it, dude. I went I went with a ninja dance partner the other day and I beat them on that fight and I was like, "Ooh, they're a good ninja too." It was very satisfying. But um I don't know. I just I like where that is going.
2: I would like to see it be a little bit more complicated somehow mm-hmm. maybe. I mean, and then yeah. then I think it would be a very interesting fight. Sure. If they just tuned it up a little bit, I think it would have made that fight spicier because when i'm thinking of okay from a healing perspective
3: mm-hmm.
2: when i'm thinking of mobs oh my god yeah. When i'm thinking of especially that fight as well how the mobs are paced which i think is really fascinating because in many other fights we have like Things appear around the edge of arena, then they disappear. They're gone forever. This fight is interesting because the things that appear at the edge of the arena after they detonate, then move on to the field. Mm-hmm. So, like intuitively when I was first going through it, I was like, oh, oh gosh. When this fires off, my tank is going to have like 10 more guys pile onto him. Mm-hmm. And I need to be ready for the sheer amount of damage that could bring. Um, And those waves of how they come in and out, AoE classes getting a chance to shine, needing to burn down certain mobs before other ones join the fray. The idea, even if they had added something in, like, if there's so many, like, you know, I don't know, five or more, then there is a unique tank buster that they all simultaneously Mm -hmm. do. That could have been really interesting. As it is, I agree, Aldino, in that my only complaint, I actually, I rated this category very high as well, and I'll I'll talk Mm -hmm. about it in greater detail later but my only complaint with this the entire patch i think (laughs) was just that this dungeon did feel kind of weak to me um i think yes they are probably making room for the criterion dungeons but even so like you pointed out aldi like i don't i don't want it to necessarily just be a complete tune out no thoughts in brain just blast through this like I had I just went back and did redid the vault because of some, all the dungeon reworks that they did, and I was reminded of dungeons like the vault. I was even reminded. I think we even get this with um, oh, the capstone, the end dungeon of Endwalker.
1: The uh, hero's gauntlet, was that it? No, no I'm
2: Endwalker. I'm Endwalker.
1: Um, and the, oh, uh, the, the void ends. The one where you get all of the dead ends. Dead that ends. ends.
2: I think we even see in those dungeons that there's like. Slightly more, they all the enemies pack a little more punch or a mm-hmm. lot of more punch depending on the boss. Yeah, and then all the mobs in between also have kind of unique compositions, unique abilities, mm-hmm. and they had all these void sent. And many of the void sent did use kind of unique abilities, mm-hmm. but I kept waiting for something to be relevant. Like you go into that one room where there's the big round table and there's the four dogs. And yeah. I was like, "Oh, what's the challenge of this little room?" And oh, I can stand on the table. Is that going to do anything? And it was mm-hmm. like, "No, they all keep the much, dogs from eating your dinner." Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It was just like they do nothing. They barely hurt at all. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that um, some of those mechanics in that ad fight might have shown just a little bit more if the baseline had just been like, oh! "It doesn't even yeah. have to be like brutally yeah. difficult." If it was mm-hmm. just like. Yes. I, so, I've healed that one a number of
0: mm-hmm. times on White Mage, and if you have a halfway decent tank, all you do that fight is cast glare. Yeah. And holy. It's yeah. all you do. So
1: so here's here's a question then, right? We've talked a little bit about the idea of what if they're making MSQ dungeons easier and then they're gonna give Criterion Dungeons right that difficulty mm-hmm. for the people that want it. Um also something a little different this time around, though. Like we've we've had trials be a part of the msq before Mm -hmm. but it sounds like the trial series this time around is going to be part of the msq so do you think that it's taking the trial into consideration when balancing Mm -hmm. when, when judging the difficulty of the dungeon it they could say be maybe maybe the dungeon will 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 make it a little more easier but then maybe the trial will be a little more like hectic or right. will make maybe. it a little easier because you also have to do a trial yeah it definitely could be i think it's it's a, the continued trend like there's only a few places where the hardcore and the casual really overlap and we get that friction and it's experts and it's 24 man and it's those things that are opt in but not really you got a cap right like everybody wants a cap criterion dungeons are a place where you just go if you don't want to do it you don't have to like not criterion but variant and, and savage right yeah those yeah. those ones those are for the people who just want to do the hard thing so hey remove the difficulty from this move it on to the hard thing nobody has to do something more difficult than they really would consent to I don't know it's part of this trend that i don't really enjoy of simplification Mm. of the game in general and making things a little bit easier and it's it's weird to say that when we look at savage and how long it took for the last fight (laughs) which we'll talk about sure but that's opt-in they can put the difficulty there they cannot put it in an expert everybody has to i mean you know the other the other consideration too and i mean we've, we've seen them going back and doing this what if the difficulty is because of the trust system yeah, There's it some could be trust.
0: Too. Somebody There's in some chat actually too. mentioned that the trust systems are not very likely to do AOEs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's not at
1: why all. That first they, don't. they don't
2: do I don't believe they use AOEs, which Only is still... Only a few weird.
1: of them, yeah. They,
2: that they have, like, a select one yeah. they will sometimes do here or there, which honestly is the most bizarre thing to me <laughs> ever. And I don't know why in the world they do not put AOEs in for trusts because, like, no matter what, if you're running with the npcs it it will be slower Mm -hmm. even if they are using aoe's Mm -hmm. it will be slower than real players so i don't get what the issue is especially if you're going to put in ad fights it i did have that thought as we were playing i wonder if this is tuned lower and if the mobs don't do as many unique things because they are almost designing this in mind thinking what will make it easiest for the trusts to run Mm it and I I care about, I want to make it really clear. I care about accessibility in the game. I I care very much about having, especially things like story beats be accessible to everyone. And I think in that regard, that's also why I still, I personally still gave this category 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. Um, Even with my complaints personally about how I feel about the dungeon tuning, I thought otherwise that the bosses showed a fun variety of abilities. I thought that their designs were very cool. I thought that the actual dungeon design itself was beautiful. Like I I liked things like the the eye attacks and the like the way they iterated mm-hmm. off of the shrinking rings. Um uh the the yeah. laser yeah. beam eyes. I thought all of that was cool. I was a little surprised. I thought that with uh, Scrum Leone's fight, they were going to do something where you had to almost go in or out of the rings, like Mm -hmm. go in between them for something or come back out and then they fall over or and then you get knocked back. So um, I thought that element in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm kind of sad they didn't play with that in that regard or like Mm -hmm. you move in because something, the water will protect you from something or... Um, but the actual fight itself, I thought, had other great little variations and set you up for a few mechanics for Barbaricia. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the range of fights that we got in this particular patch, I think, had a lot of really fun themes, designs, mechanics. Um, Barbaricia is so fast and mm-hmm. so like on your toes, and I really it's my enjoy favorite that.
1: extreme we have ever gotten, and that's one hundred percent. I would love to take footage of the the Barbaricia extreme and like. Go back in time to when people were struggling with latency during like the Titan Extreme fight and be like, hey, look what the game's going to be in another eight years. Oh my gosh. That fight is so much fun. There's just, it's so active. It's so much fun to try and optimize. And that's that's what you want from that sort of thing, right? It's like the intro into the end game right there. You get your weapon. You know what I mean? It should give you that bracing feeling. And you go, oh, no, it's just a dance because that's what Savage is, too. It's, it's that bracing feeling, but you can get through it once you learn the dance. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great kind of midpoint and if they did make the dungeon easier to make the trial what it was, then keep doing it. I don't care. Like, that's fine. Like, how many times are we going to do this dungeon? A billion. Do we really care? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and then there's, I, you, I, know, you I could have a
0: dread <laughs> doing experts. Yeah. I, I would like for the dungeons yeah. to be interesting. I get I get why they may be tuned down Uh, I do think a lot of the boss mechanics, not the first fight, the second and the third fight had interesting ones. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mostly the second fight, the like laser thing was kind of cool and not necessarily Mm -hmm. immediately apparent what the heck was going on. Um, And I actually really enjoyed Scarmiglione's like two hour thing, if you will, like where he charges up and like hits you because Mm -hmm. uh, I healed that fight the first time and I didn't see it coming and people's health went, and I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So I thought that that was actually very interesting uh, mechanically. Um, the in between stuff very boring. Yeah, <laughs> I, I it's a it. dungeon. It's, it's trash. It's a dungeon. I I just there were days when trash wasn't like that.
1: And, was that yeah, yeah. And, and then I we have I, to do variant dungeons I mean, for that I, now. I think this you is know. something like it, it's a subtle thing, right? I'm not going to say that it's like totally required, but we talked about the idea of. You know, since we did have to go back through Troya a couple times in the MSQ, like mm-hmm. give us a couple of things to to read or something. Like if you're, if especially for like an expert roulette, right? If you're going to spam this dungeon, at least like you could like get to the room with the pictures and be like, oh hey yeah, there's that picture, the one person, there's that one person. Just a little thought to take you out of the mundane grind of the dungeon, mm-hmm. right? It's like yeah. I, like I said, super subtle, but like that would have been. I been you
2: nice. know. I think for me. Oh, I was, saying, I think for me, what makes Expert roulette fun and not everybody will feel this way. And that's totally fine. That's okay. I know it's mm-hmm. just a me thing. I actually love dungeon content and I really enjoy it, I think, and I like repeating it because I like seeing what different iterations of players do in it like you can literally witness as you run expert roulette um at various points in the game i don't think so much right now in this tier uh, right now Mm -hmm. but like you can watch as the community learns as tanks figure out exactly this the speedrun strat or the pull Mm -hmm. all these things you can see the difference between somebody coming into it for the first time and somebody who's run it a hundred times and as a healer i find that the most fun because it's not about the dungeon changing the dungeon never changes for me it's about How will the players change this time that i've come into it do i have a babby tank that is in the most sad pathetic gear that barely (laughs) let them get in the dungeon and they're trying to pull wall to wall and i am having to pull every single ability i have on cooldown like i'm in a savage raid are we like some people will not care for that and they'll find that very stressful because they don't know what to anticipate but for me that's why i like doing group content with other human beings yeah. i like and also why i fell in love with healing honestly because i like that i have the ability to respond to different people um dps that are the slowest aoe burners for whatever reason like trust and the tank is like, I've used every cooldown, and I'm over here like, how about double heal over time? What else we got? I don't know, I'm gonna holy for a second. <laughs> like, I, I like these things because, mm-hmm. again, or that one DPS that keeps getting hit by everything, and you're having to, like, use rescue creatively, or, you know, whatever it is. To me, that's what made me excited to run Experts. Many people don't feel that way, but I have noticed that with this new dungeon, there is not that variation i accepting like two mechanics where people might get hit and die um even so like i have not seen that variation i went in on a tank i I mentioned this last week on bebop's computer using (laughs) key that i had never touched before didn't know anything about the layout and Zanidra Aldino R Static managed to keep my sad, sorry butt alive, and I was never even at risk of dying, period, <laughs> <laughs> even though I am a terrible tank. Like, and I think that shows something. As I've run it, it doesn't matter if people are new or old. um I've seen no variation in what happens, or nothing that surprises me. Like, oh, oops, somebody got caught by that. Oh, I guess that could. Oh, oops, and this time with the tank, or um which i think makes it a little bit less exciting to run but i mean again all of that to balance out i still think it's a beautiful dungeon i think thematically and what they did do with it is really nice um and i liked i loved a lot of the other content this patch as far as just the pure gameplay experience went
1: there was something that you mentioned oh go ahead
2: i was gonna say that's so wholesome just like oh i'd like to i like to
0: see what different people do that's so nice I don't usually run with uh, anybody besides the static. Yeah. If, if I end up in a in a in a dungeon doing experts uh, alone, it's not it's not very often. Um, but what I actually love to do is go in on uh, combinations you're not supposed to go in on. Mm-hmm. So like a tank and three DPS and stuff. And that's where I think the dungeons get interesting because it does get harder.
1: Yeah. There was a thing that you that you mentioned gear. Do you know what the minimum eye level for that dungeon is?
0: Something
1: eighty-five. Nope, it's seventy-five. It is wow. ten higher than going into the raid, like uh, Asphodelos. It is so incredibly low compared to crafting.
0: Is the trial eighty-five then?
1: Yeah, trial is eighty-five. Yep. Yeah, I, I had to look it up. I was like, "What is it?" And yeah, fell Court of Troya uh, is five seventy-five, which is below raid gear from the previous tier so i think this has a little Mm. bit to do with it the reason that we're just blasting literally i would love to see because it's not synced i would love to see it enforce sync and see what that looked like i don't want to do that honestly like i want someone else (laughs) to do that research because i don't feel like doing that but 575 is so incredibly low like crafted is 610. Whew, that's a big difference and that might be part of the reason why and then you know we're getting tome gear quicker right in general so it's going to get even easier um you know crafted is easier to get than before because more people are making crafted materials because we had the influx of players right sure it was lower than i remember it ever being when i went to go look and buying it so i don't know maybe this is part of it maybe that's part of the reason why it feels so bad but i don't know it it does feel too easy certainly to me i it, it but it's to me like we were saying, like mm-hmm. like you're saying, then we play with our static, and we make a game of going as fast as humanly possible through that, and we're gonna do the most damage that we can try to do, so it's gonna feel real bad, I think. So, you know, I maybe that's part of it. It's definitely their design as well, though. So, I, I, that I that guess I'm like mean... the odd, the odd one mm-hmm. out then. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, you know, like like Rook's perspective on it, like you know, going through as a healer, like I get it, but I think yeah. that is also going to be a vibe that's probably only going to happen to people that are playing healer, right? Maybe a little bit for for tanks, right? But it's like as a mm-hmm. DPS, I'll just queue an expert and I just I sleep through the dungeon, like I you know, I, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like I go, I hit, I hit, I hit the buttons, the things die, that's it, I'm done. Like you know, mm-hmm. it's just it's a grind. I want yeah. the
0: grind to be fun. And And I I don't, don't we all, (laughs) (laughs) I totally understand that, that, you know, these common denominator and not, Mm. not said disrespectfully, but like people who, who are on the lower, the end of, of set need a place where they can flourish, need a place where they can learn to be better. And that's probably why things are set up this way. So I, like, I can't be mad at it. I, like I mentioned earlier, if I, if I want it to be fun, I can make it fun a different way, but I just, especially like, doing these guides all the time and, and going through and formulaically breaking these things down,
2: it's very repetitive. Yeah. And sometimes you just want to see something different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I guess that takes, we, t- we touched on it a little bit, but the trial, right? Yeah. The trial itself. Um, I I mentioned that I really loved it. Aldino, obviously you loved it too. And uh, I mean, I just think that it's funny because it goes to show, that I don't think an extreme version always has to be like oh, Halicarnassus, right? It doesn't have to be something where you have like 15 mini phases and every mini Mm -hmm. phase has an elaborate puzzle and you're trying to figure out exactly what I do for this one puzzle or this thing. You can have a fight that in and of itself is perhaps more repetitive in that we go back and forth between those phases with her and she iterates off of them differently, right? Like it builds up to almost Mm -hmm. a crescendo at the end of the fight, but it's not like everything is wildly changing and yet i still found a spicy in some spot just like (laughs) responding to things moving and navigating the space together all of the absolute chaotic things that appear in the arena that you're trying to move around and then they have these different mechanics that either force you together or tether you to a point or slow you down and it felt really refreshing to me even the normal version it felt refreshing I felt I, like uh Fusion mentioned earlier, uh, maybe the dungeon
0: was easier so the trial could be harder. I felt like that trial going in blind messed some people
1: up. It was oh, just it, it was so much fast, like it was it had a quicker pace to it than I think a lot of things that we've seen before, which which was kind of cool. Like yeah. I mean, you know, giant middle finger to like any melee trying to hit positionals, right? But like Absolutely. it was really fun running around sorry casters got it even even worse but yeah. it was it was cool <laughs> to see something you know it, it yeah it was a little bit of a dance but it was a lot of just like running around frantically and not mm-hmm. getting hit and I, I I enjoyed it I thought it was really fun <laughs> if you're going I really
0: like the hair no you go
1: oh no I <laughs> uh, if you're going to give some classes a raise <laughs> you should make them use it if you're going to penalize them in other ways for having it. So I really enjoyed that. There is no clear of this extreme that I have done that raising was not a part of it. There's never, never been one. I've done it uh, nearly 15 times now. Cleared it 15 times because I have 30 totems. Not, not one of them, not one of them that I now have to raise at least two people, not one. And that's <laughs> more engaging. Right? Like that's, Mm -hmm. okay, make me use it. And that's cool. I really like that difficulty spike. And I'm sure healers are like, uh, yeah, when people get hit by things, I got to look at them, you know, and that's going to happen a lot in that fight.
0: It's, uh, it was interesting to see a a healer check fight again versus the DPS checks that we so often have, uh, the hair mechanic was just cool. Just cool. You're tethered with some hair. Don't think about it. It's not gross. Just move out of the AOEs. It's fine.
1: It was maybe really fun doing the, the doing that fight for the first time and seeing the people get tethered. Like, oh, we have to. Oh, there, and he's gone. Kind Close. of maybe.
2: Your yeah, camera went out
1: like for no reason. Oh, where? Rook is now know.
2: At long last, oh, <laughs> swish-
1: <laughs> I've reclaimed my throne. Rook's like it's my turn to complain about Summoner. <laughs> um, I've not yet begun to complain about that, today. but it was it was fun, like watching the people get tethered, right? And a lot of people's like first reaction is get as far away as you can to like mm-hmm. break the hair tether, you can't. but that you no, it's die. like you got to stay close, like it's the opposite of that. So it's been funny, like what, you know, going back and I've I've done trial roulette a few times, right, just to do the fight mm-hmm. a few more times since it's new, and it's just like every so often to get to the tether phase, and there's one person like I'm like, oh, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that fight is great. And Mm -hmm. it is, I mean, honestly, I think that's one area that 14 has maybe struggled with in their fight design in the past because of some of the little bits of like, I mean, just how the whole game is structured. We have a slightly longer global cooldown than most Mm -hmm. other MMOs do. We don't have high mobility things like you see in many other PVP oriented MMOs that are like dodge rolls or stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And there has always notoriously been this server delay with 14, which allows for things like slide casting, but also makes it so that inherently the game itself works very well in that kind of plotted methodical dance. But we have seen them more and more and more, I think, try to push the boundaries of, hey, we do this really well. We have these plotted, you know, movement, but like specifically like precision movement kind of Mm -hmm. challenges in the game. But can we push those boundaries further so that we have stuff, I mean, that almost harkens back to like OG Titan X, right? Right. Where I think there they were really trying to experiment a bit with like those Mm -hmm. fights that are so fast paced, so hectic. We've even seen with stuff recently like Phoenix, I think them pushing that a little Mm -hmm. bit with uh, P3S. Um, And now with this one, I mean, this felt good to me. It felt like, I'm sure melees are yelling forever, but like in my (laughs) mind, I have to cast, you know, I'm a caster. I I have those times, but I didn't even feel like as a white mage that it was frustrating or agonizing. I found it fun to test myself in this different way. So yeah, I thought the trial was a big success and I really enjoyed it. It it was
1: definitely one of those things where you're like, I didn't know the game could have things that made you go this fast. (laughs) Like. Mm-hmm. And 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 I think that's part of why it's just it's so much fun. It's cuz we mm-hmm. we really haven't had a fight test the uh, the server ticks as as much as this one.
0: You know what I I specifically liked about uh, this fight and the way they pace the release this time. Hmm. I feel like a lot of times uh, when they release the trial with the Savage, you want to concentrate on the Savage. You don't maybe even go and we we just don't go and do the trial unless we have some free time or something. Mm -hmm, So it's nice mm -hmm. to actually have time to do the trial, do the extreme trial, and like get that weapon upgrade. And Mm -hmm. I, for the first time in like actual years, I went and did the trial with strangers. It was fun. It was it was Mm -hmm. it was nostalgic and also painful, but in a good way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely can be painful. That's a That's a fight, but it's weird. I would say that it has more success than a fight like Hades, than a fight like, oh my goodness, Warrior of Light. Somehow, somehow. Like, this is not, I would say that this is slightly more difficult than Warrior of Light the, the, in some the way. The is
0: there, but yeah. it's not exact because right. you gotta move around, especially towards yeah. the end. You're, you're going to certain places, but also dodge around in those certain places. Otherwise, yeah. there's like rocks and tornadoes and other stuff that's going to get you.
1: But they realize that that DPS check does not have to be intense because people are going to die. People are going to have to pull away from the boss. There is not right. permanent uptime. Sorry, Melee. You know, like you don't have permanent uptime in this fight. You can you can try. I but, keep wanting
0: to say uh, sorry, not sorry, but I'm not allowed because I'm a dancer. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're all allowed. I mean, there's there's supposed to be difficulty in each row. Like, yeah, melees are difficult because positionals and being close. Casters are supposed to be difficult because they have to cast and they're locked. And also, all the mechanics of every raid make them go the furthest furthest away, so they have to learn to weave while moving, you know what I mean? And meanwhile, all the range are yeah. just like, oh, I'm sorry, you guys having problems sitting in the boss right now?
0: I mean,
3: honestly, <laughs> well, that's range gets even though. more
1: of that, that like yeah. you have to do more mechanics. So you they really have get, more yeah. mechanics. Yeah. yeah. You know, the yep. thing
0: that I've had the most difficulty with this tier of, of mm. anything is they've timed the, bosses mechanics mm-hmm. for points where i need to be looking at my bar really quick to see which thing i need to hit as uh, mm-hmm. like my big technical step thing also i need to be looking at the floor so i need to just like look two different yep. directions
2: it's some challenge there i mean it's great though to see fights that i think play to the strength of uh those physical range right yeah. because i mean like you were talking about Aldino, if you're going to give Yeah, it's like if you're gonna give something but take something away for it, then there need to be reasons and places in which I shine in that Mm -hmm. regard. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you have a rest, then yes, there should be fights, where like it's not one of those things where you lose one person, you just hard reset because you're not going to be able to make the damage yeah. check, right? It should be something where it's more of a war of attrition. Maybe the damage mm-hmm. is so high, people just going to die. So you best have like, you know, whatever. At least one extra you raise, need. you know? Yes, you know, you need that res. It's it's important and you can still clear if you use those reses, right? Mm-hmm. Um, same goes for mobility. If we have DPS that excel in mobility, then you need fights that actually play to mobility. Again, right. it's not to say that you can't take in any other classes. It's just that if you're going to constantly say, like, well, if you buff and if you um, have high movement and if you have mm-hmm. a res, then you don't, you know, get to do as much pure DPS as yeah. others. To feel really satisfied in your role, you need to be able to use those things that you do have in a way that's fun. And I think this fight yeah. allows for that.
1: Mm-hmm. It's It's weird. There's, there's so many, there's so many taxes in this game in that. And and they make sense in a vacuum, a simplicity tax, more simple jobs, do less damage, makes sense, makes sense to everyone. Utility tax, you have more utility, you do less damage. Okay. Makes sense. But when neither of those matter, it feels horrible to be taxed for something that you're not even going to use like, okay, simplicity tax but there's no positionals on this boss and it's hundred percent uptime. So why am I being taxed, right? Mm. Melee has the complexity, but there's no positionals and it's a full room, you know, like hitbox and it's a hundred percent uptime easily. Then that tax makes no sense in that moment. Just like utility tax, right? If your job is taxed for having raising, for having extra heals, tactician, addle, whatever you want to call it, when you don't need it, it feels bad that you're taxed, even though you didn't use it. So that's where you have to bring that up in the design. Like, oh yeah, you know, we have these classes that have that. Let's make that important. Extra healing. Like having a dancer sometimes is amazing to have the heal go off and the healers couldn't get it and they got mm-hmm. their dance partner just right. And it hits extra people or it overlaps. It's awesome. That's great. It's the brain tinglies that you want. If it's not going to be the damage noticing. output, <laughs> it's, it's really important. Like you, it, it is necessary, but when you don't give them the time to shine, you fall on the more damage is more better, period. And then you get into the meta discussions and you get into people feeling bad because they're on a job that doesn't contribute. Not going to say that I'm a poster child of that, but I am. Like, And those discussions are really, really picking up right now. Um, you know, Some people who are in the World First race have said Black Mage feels horrible. Cause I feel like I'm replacing a melee, but I'm not doing enough to replace a melee. And also in Prague, I'm kind of a liability and we don't have a raise unless we're doing double caster, but the other casters don't do a lot of damage. So like, you don't want to get into that. You need to give everyone a chance for their moment of glory. And Barbarisha does it.
2: Yes. Oh, I'm maybe. so glad you said that. I literally, my partner plays Paladin yeah. and I, I was joking cause I you know, was getting my stuff ready this morning and I looked over at their computer and they had mm. um, a sheet, like a, I don't know, information about Paladin up or whatever. Yeah. And the the title of it was B plus tier Paladin. Yeah. <laughs> and I went out and I was like, babe, you're not B plus tier to me. You're S tier. <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs>
2: and they were like, what? And I went, the Paladin thing that you have up. And they sighed, this like miserable sigh. Yeah. and They were like, I really love Paladin, but like Paladin doesn't do as much damage as the other tanks. And that's like literally this yeah. discussion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And yep. Even on like the first paragraph of that page, it says like Paladin is in the best place ever in regards to the defensive tank fantasy. Mm. And you, you know, have so many things in your kit where you are playing this strong defense, but your offense sucks as bad It's yeah. not as good as everybody else. And I hate that. Because there are times, like, as a healer, where having the defensive stuff with Paladin makes a difference. But again, everything you just said hit the nail on the head so much. If there is not a reason for those things, they do not become important in the equation Don't of exist. Game. And so it's one of those things where I always tell everyone, play what you want, everything's yeah, viable, always. of course. But when it comes down to it, there will be this constant low-running feedback in the back of everybody's minds, where it's like, well, I'm choosing to do this but it kind of I guess theoretically hurts my team and everything mm-hmm. I see online says it hurts my team and that is the nature of just MMO players yes, yes. parsing yeah. DPS there's so many things that go into this right but I also think it is the nature of the game design itself because if you again have moments where other types of things can shine if you're designing thinking, okay, sure, maybe you can do a lot of damage, but that's not gonna help you if X, Mm -hmm. Y, or Z, you know? Um, I think a great example of that is the Rothalus fight where it's not, there's an entire phase of that fight where it's not about raw DPS, it is about amount of hits per second, like the literal Mm -hmm. hits you can land that break that meter and bring him down to ground. So it is about cleverly designing and yes, like everybody said, I think Barbaricia does an incredible job and chat's been agreeing in leveling the playing field mm-hmm. where ultimately, yes, you are still vying for DPS, but are there other tools in everybody's kits that shine during this fight? Yes. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Yes. I I don't disagree at all. I agree mm-hmm. with this. Um
0: I would like to see more things for ranged dps to do i really liked i really liked that one thing i got to do in phoenix Mm -hmm. where i got to stand by the the fire tornado by myself so that nobody else had to deal with that crap (laughs) yeah Uh, it makes me think back to the avatar fight in Mm. original coil where there's like a tether thing you have to take away from the entire group yeah i miss stuff like that where it's like bard go go you do that you Mm over there yes okay Mm -hmm. and i also think that makes it a little bit more interesting for healers too, because you have to watch that that extra bard or whoever's doing it at mm-hmm. the time. Give them a little extra love. Yeah. I, I want to see that. That I think we're not getting. Uh, the example that I gave uh, in the Phoenix fight, that's just, that's just a, a strategy. That's mm-hmm. not actually even how you're supposed to do that thing. It's just how people kind of figured out how to cheese it.
1: And why? For that's uptime. It? For melee. <laughs> yes. Like... <laughs> It all comes back.
2: Ah, jeez. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would like to see them push that as well. They've been very careful, and I think in many ways it's very good to mm. not make it so that you ever feel like this fight is only for this role or it's you can only do this or you have to bring this comp in mm. and this comp is what the fight is designed for. But I do think that we're already designing the game around a Trinity yeah. <laughs> like. It's already being designed around this factor. And because of those subdivisions that they have made and very clearly made in the game, mm-hmm. things like ranged physical, shield, or pure healer, right? Like they're they have been dividing spellcaster versus they've been dividing these into yeah,
1: DPS and fake DPS, yeah.
2: Yeah. Into these subsects. <laughs> so it's something where with that in mind, um I think you need to then as well design your game around that kind of concept. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot of reasons. I think this is all good, but um, I would love to talk about the raids, too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
2: So do it.
1: <laughs> I was like, and? <laughs> I, was, I
2: mean, I was just going to hand it over to somebody um, else. I was just doing a three, quick three, three, two, one, Three, two, one, go. Uh, I like the raids. I There, <laughs> there has been... Um, obvious discussion about the fact that the normal mode versus savage mode had a weak delay, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And as you always see with world first, they're going to blast through those things at the absolute highest speed. They have teams that help them, all this kind of stuff, right? And um, if we're looking at this from a pure difficulty standpoint, again, um, the first three fights, I believe all roughly took about an hour. Mm
1: -hmm. I I woke up and I was like, let's watch the world. Oh, they're already on the the last. Okay. But then they were on that fight for like the entire day.
2: Yeah. The, I, mean, I have heard, although I am not there yet myself, and I have mm-hmm. not looked too much into it because I wasn't casting during this time period, um, but I've heard that the second half of the final fight is on par with Ultimate and that it has some kind of fake-out trick mm. at the end that is like huh. Ultimate. Yeah. So all of that is exciting and very cool. I think the other three fights, um, the tuning, again, because they weren't designing them and balancing the numbers around the weak delay tombstone gear mm-hmm. acquisition and rate normal rate acquisition, right? Um, I think that's why we see in something like the Race to World First that there is um, such a fast, fast, fast blast right. through those first three fights. However, all of that said, having progged with you, beautiful people, um, the first fight this week, and mm-hmm. even just doing the normal ones, I think they're fun. They yeah. all have different mechanics. They all have a nice variety of things. They feel fresh. They feel different. The fights don't all smush together in like one big glob. Like mm-hmm. in my mind, they are distinctive um i have enjoyed carbuncle i think there are spicy bits of it but they don't feel infuriated Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i i think that it is something where we're seeing some fun new mechanics i don't know if in like carby for example the reflection wall was maybe used to its absolute uh, like ultimate way that they could possibly use it to make it so hard but it still adds a different dynamic, those area of denial, the little puzzles with the explosions, all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And even in the normal modes of the other three fights, I felt like all of them had their own kind of story, their own challenge um, that really made them satisfying to me. Um, So I, I don't know, how does everybody else feel about them?
1: So, I mean, I've, I've only, I've only been doing like the normal stuff. I haven't, yeah. you know, my, my group is, is still, I think we're actually probably looking for more people at this point, but, um, it's, I thought they were fun. I thought they were well balanced. Um, I know, um, seven with the, with the tree that was that mm-hmm. one, I it, it took a few, a few, uh, separate cues to, to win that one. But mm-hmm. I mean, from, from something like an eight man raid, I, I thought it struck a nice balance with difficulty. Yeah um you know we got to see some new i'm always amazed how they can keep coming up with new mechanics like i don't know like if somebody's like make a fight with new things i'd be like i <laughs> i don't know <laughs> like i don't know it's it's really impressive that they they keep mm-hmm. coming up with new things um and yeah I, I just i thought that the fights were were fun the the music we'll, we'll talk it we'll get Ooh, to that yeah. shortly I think, um i think we're yeah, locked step on presentation almost yeah, I th- I thought the I thought <laughs> yeah. the I thought the fights were just they were fun. Yeah. Yeah, I I definitely, you know, as normals go, I mean, it was it was good. It was I would say a little bit better than the first tier, a little bit more fun, a little bit more memorable as you were saying. And yeah, the extreme, at least the first one, right? Um because that's where I am, you know, is so much fun to optimize around right that's that's really what i look for in a fight right if you're gonna give me the difficulty the baseline my job is to do the damage and you have to make that interesting as we were talking about before make it interesting make me have to use tools that i don't often use even though i hate it like you were saying zen make me have to look down in the middle of the thing that i have to do Mm. that i really don't want to look down during you know what i mean like (laughs) make me have to pay attention right then because you know when it is you know what our rotations are like you know the alignment of buffs because you made it yeah do that (laughs) throw it in there right make it a little bit more difficult don't give us 100% uptime don't let me stand still in turret and carbuncle does all of that together and it's great and I cannot wait to get into the the other ones you know taking a look at them just looking at what they're like so I, I really enjoy it and yeah I've seen a little bit towards the end and like i remember watching a little bit of it and going what the heck kind of icon is that that is brand okay like well when we get there that'll be fun to look at you know yeah it's like one I'm, of those I, things I can't wait it's it's that kind of stuff uh especially during like that last fight where you get those mm-hmm. new little pop-ups it's like i can't imagine progging this stuff day one because you're getting a fight you're like all <laughs> right like you know oh stack markers or split uh-huh. mar- what is that thing yeah. that's new we don't know what that means but yeah. you're gonna
0: learn yeah gonna over, learn over the next several
1: hours <laughs> yeah. I,
0: uh, I agree with i think it was uh charles maybe everybody said this in, in yeah. fact uh this tier seems more fun overall um. than the previous year um so like overall all of them as a whole yes i think that they it, in the normals uh they just seem more fun yeah mm-hmm. i i miss the thing I harped on kind of last time in the last fight, so in 4, mm. um, you go in, and you don't know what's happening. Those yeah. those elemental quadrants kill you, because you don't know that thunder means get the heck to the wall. Yeah. One or two times you don't understand that. Then you figure it out. I kind of, I kind of miss having yeah. that sort of uh, thing just to start out with, but also, you know, I'll get over it. It was still fun. Um <laughs> I guess the the dragon slash phoenix thing is kind kind of like that, yeah. Kind of, sort of, but easy enough to figure out. Yeah, not yeah. Certainly doesn't automatically kill you. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I but cannot yes. wait to summon Phoenix while he is summoning Phoenix just to confuse people, or like right before. <laughs> awesome. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Um, I like I like the Carmichael fight. I I love how it's basically a throwback to old Summoner. That's mm-hmm. more of
2: a presentation thing. Mm-hmm. But, so
0: we'll I'll just do yeah. That. But
2: oh, what? talking about uh letting unique things in skill set shine heal over time in that fight yes yeah. so rewarding because mm-hmm. there are so many tank busters yeah and you mm-hmm. were just said what made me think of this is that when you said the throwback to old carby the um the damage over time right mm-hmm. so how do you counter damage over time heal over time and oftentimes heal over time as a healer you just kind of use it as a well i can get more uptime if i put it on here and there's mm-hmm. not that. Panic coming in, um, or you know, so much damage is going out that it helps make up the difference. But in this fight, there are many times where I'm like, oh, with these tank busters constantly and the huge chunks of health they do, putting these heal over times on is something I really specifically choose to do. Mm-hmm. So, that's
1: so always, I- yeah, <laughs> that's always a fun thing with with reapers when I can can put up my my yes. shitty regen. This yes, is like I'm going to get hit, but I'm look at me, I helped. Like <laughs> I was literally going to talk about Reaper and the summoner phoenix hot, but the first thing it does is an excogitation and it's so hilarious to do that like right before a, a tank buster goes off and then you see it go up and it trigger and you see it like a, it's just like you feel like you're actually helping there, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz a lot of times I just throw it on myself cuz it's all overheal anyway. It's not doing enough damage for you to kneel. Need this heal and the the heal over time that Phoenix is doing in general doesn't matter either. But it does now, and that's great.
0: I don't. I don't know if you guys have heard Monty during raid, but there have been mm-hmm. a couple times where he's like, "Get away!" He's talking to me because yeah. I'm going up and I'm hitting my my uh, heal over time next yeah. <laughs> while he has that down, <laughs> yeah. freaking him out. It's like I know I'm doing. Don't worry, I'm gonna leave. Yeah. Don't I'm I don't okay. want that okay. crap you're about to get. You'll thank <laughs> me later. We're all
1: trying to use our kit. <laughs> because yeah. this is one of the first places in a little while that we've had to stretch and use all that kit you know yeah yeah
0: and I I just generally kind of like the dance in that one it's it's interesting mm-hmm. um it's it's simple yeah it's, like once you once you recognize the pattern you kind of know exactly where you go um in the second one I I love the way that dance looks yeah that, that looks no, it's fun as hell, man it's yeah good. <laughs>
1: Yeah, with the expansion of like the snake and wing debuffs and what they do and the timing of it in the uh savage mode. Yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to that. Yes. So I think I yeah. think I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to slide us over here. I think one of the things that also made these fights fun for me too was the variation in music cuz yes. typically with a with an eight man
2: Wait, hold on. You have Are you before you do going that directly? Before we go us? to presentation. Well, yeah. oh, no, no, no. I was going to ask, too, because originally, I think, when you wrote this out, Fusion, you put Island Sanctuary into gameplay.
1: Yeah. Did so, I? we sure were going to talk about music real quick. Did, yeah, you did. you did. You did. Okay. I mean, that's Island fine. Sanctuary. It's technically, it's game. It's it's a little yeah, bit of gameplay, gameplay, a little bit of miss, a little bit of, you know.
0: I was trying to figure out why my score was that
2: score. Now I know why.
1: There you go.
2: <laughs> um, so before we move on to presentation, we should then, if we're going to keep it in that category, touch on yep. Island Sanctuary
1: is really good it was really good um i think obviously like we're getting to the point now where um a lot of people are probably going to be hitting their you know rank 10 in the next you know few days um and yeah, there <laughs> goes go. there it goes um but i i enjoyed it i thought the the building uh, of the island was really fun um i'm still bothered by the way that the all, all how multiple sis- I don't have sunglasses what the hell um <laughs> I got I got I got nothing I I yeah You need to get the hat get a hat the hat
2: the yeah, hat like a straw hat
1: Let me grab uh, hold on I got no I got uh, there we go I'm not looking at the cameras I'm imagining him grabbing a Captain America shield and using it as a hat please tell me that's what he's doing <laughs> I I mean I could but that would be a little awkward here we can do Yeah the- it would be weird Ah oh, okay i got to yeah, redo yeah. the strap here. We've all been soaking
3: up the sun else. on Island yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: <laughs> Sanctuary. There we go. And it's backwards. So like, what does yes. it even matter? It's all tasty too. This is gross. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, Island Sanctuary was off to a really great start. Um, obviously, there's things that they can improve on. Um, mm-hmm. Using the, uh, the the Blue Cow reefs for so much Um, And this is something we talked about last week. It's uh, like it's we were already kind of on it. And then like as I've been playing more this week, it's it's even worse than we thought. (laughs) Um, Like you get to a point with your island where um, you can tell the mammoths to take care of your crops or to take care of the animals in your pasture. Um, And if you do both of those and you have both of those maxed out, that's a deficit of 300 calories per day. So it's like, uh, all right, like it's. I mean, obviously, like you don't have to do it, you know. Like it's right. it's, it's, it's optional, um, but to have something else that's like we'll con- use up more blues. It's like b- why, like, but why? <laughs> but why? Meanwhile, the greens are like, would you like to buy materia? Not really. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. The the other problem I've I've run into with a couple of the landmarks, like the landmarks are really cool. There's like. Uh, there's the treehouse, um, which is cool because you can like actually climb up it. Uh, but mm. then you you build a, a windmill and and a lighthouse, and the the windmill especially, like it's like it's got this little kind of like like a deck on it. You're like cool, I'm gonna build this. I'm gonna go up. I'll be able to see more. My no, you can't climb up the ladder. <laughs> the One only way you c- the only w- right, but at that point yeah. you have flying. So like, what does it matter? Like, we had Boja. They they had ladders you could climb in Boja. Why can't we <laughs> climb the damn ladder in the windmill? Like we have it's the so right, exactly. We have the technology. We have the animations. All the work has been done, other than letting you climb the like. It's I don't know. The humans don't watch you. It's an OSHA violation. That's my headcanon. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean it's it's such a small thing, but like getting to a point where it's like oh like I, I built I got the materials I was able to finally like build this cool thing like I'm gonna go up and it's like no you can't I'm like and that's that's hmm. kind of like. It's not the end of the world by any means, but it's kind of a bummer. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's been fun going around. Um, I've, I've gotten to the point now, like I hadn't last week where, um, you know, I, I was just still kind of in that exploration phase of going out and like, oh, stumbling upon the rare animals. Um, I've, I've opened up the uh, the spreadsheet now and, and <laughs> gone looking for those. Um, it sounds like there's a bug, though, where you need to like enter like after the window has popped. Yeah. And it's, it's kind I of weird and, about that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a little, a little, little finicky there, but, yeah. um, I mean, otherwise it's good. There's, there's definitely stuff they can improve on. Um, the, the pasture, I, <laughs> I know we talked about this last week where Rook's just like, I just want to raise like a herd of chocobos and have them like run around and like, they actually group up in the, in, in the pasture. Yeah. So like, that's, it's, it's funny, like so many of the things that we've talked about with island sanctuary we'll say man it'd be really cool if they did this and then like we'll get off the the, the stream and then like two days later i unlock something and i'm like oh hey it does that yeah <laughs> so like that's really cool like to to have that kind of discussion and then to be like hey no this actually is a thing um mm-hmm. the the managing of the the stable or the the pasture and the the garden is is rough though because you have to click it for each individual spot so like mm-hmm. for for the pasture right Ultimately, you get 20 uh, animals that you can have. So if you want the mammoths to take care of them, you have to like right click and say take care of it and feed it this for all 20 of them. Similarly, if you want to collect the leavings from them, you have to right click and then say, "Okay, gather leavings and continue to to take care of it or gather leavings and don't take care of it anymore. Like, why? Why is there not a button that just says give me all the shit they dropped? (laughs) And like it's just it's it seems so weird that, that that's how it's it's handled uh, and it's the same thing with with the crops right where you'll have mm-hmm. um, you have to click each individual one that you planted and be like okay gather this and keep going like it's just it seems oddly unnecessary so I hope they fix mm-hmm. that but I think otherwise it's off to a great start.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think that this was. I mean, a massive new thing to introduce to the game. Uh, I love that they've drawn inspiration from this genre. Mm-hmm. And I think that it has been such a fun thing that I have enjoyed doing. I um, like that there's a change of pace in the day to day tasks that I do in the game. I enjoy the vibe of the island. I like, you know, all the stuff that you can do on it. It's been really rewarding to build a place up and get to watch it kind of change as you go through that process. And, um it's a great starting point there are many I mean yes many areas where I'm like oh I hope that they do continue to develop this or add this but to get this massive new system in uh to have it even be as complete as it is and something that I have gotten so much enjoyment out of recently I think is a huge success so while there have been a few blips and I I actually put my critique of that more into presentation um, I, I think the two big things that were maybe drawbacks with Island Sanctuary uh, was initially the issue with not even being able, many people couldn't even get into it. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
2: during high traffic times, when those like specific spawns pop up, uh, it, it can be even harder has, to get has into it. Has that gotten
1: better? I know I, I yes. We, yes. we had this discussion how I haven't had as, as much of a deal with it, but I know it's definitely um, kind of like, you know, interest has has weaned a little bit so it it hasn't really been a big issue for me this past week uh the last two days i was able to get into houses and um get onto the sanctuary when before if i was playing in prime time which is normally the time that i can play it'd be maybe 10 to 15 tries which i was not willing to do honestly i'm like i'd just go do something else instead yeah i mean i could have gotten onto it everybody i think that wants to get onto it usually can if that desire was really strong, but it's now. Yeah, now during it's during the first good. like three yeah. or
2: four days. No. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it blocking of housing was a big issue. Yes. And there is that problem with the rare spawns where mm-hmm. if you are on your island when specific rare weather condition spawns pop, uh, they will not appear on your island. They will not show up, even if their window is up and everything else, until you leave your island and then instance back into the island but if you like instance in too late you might miss them or they still mm-hmm. might not even show up on your island so you have to like preemptively anticipate the window and mm-hmm. then around a specific time leave and then instance back in to hopefully force the creature to appear yeah, on your island yeah, before the rush. Um, Which, yeah, a lot of people have mentioned has taken away some of the fun of Discovery from them because it did mean that they were forced to look up timetables of creatures and things like that. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's also a bit of a bummer, too. Like, I know um, I've I've gotten a good chunk of the, the rare ones at this point, but like the idea of like, okay, I'll leave the island, I'll go back in and I'm like, all right, let's head. Oh, the weather changed. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about the weather system, but it always changes like right when like the thing that you're about to like you've been like kinda eyeing the time, you're like, Yeah, it's gonna be time for this window. It just it changes right before that. And it's just like so frustrating. <laughs> also, how is there not a weather NPC on the island if yeah, there's things weather sense. dependent? That seems like Give a mess mammoth. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Like they a mammoth use who knows that. the weather. Yeah. Um, but it's it's cool. Like I got I got ranked ten um Last night, actually, while I was working Mm. on some of the stuff, um, it's cool because you also there's some other stuff that kind of unlocks at rank ten. Like obviously you get flight, um, but there's Mm. a there's a fountain that you can get now as a landmark if you exchange some some crafted stuff, which is neat. Mm. Uh, I have heard. I was going to say
2: I've heard some critiques about that fountain, specifically that. Okay, I think. One part of this I think is an overreaction from the community. One part of this I think is valid feedback. So one part of this that is an overreaction perhaps, although I understand people's frustrations, is the fact that some people have voiced that they feel betrayed by Yoshida-san because (laughs) he specifically said that you would not need crafting and gathering for Island Sanctuary. And you still don't. Well, and the (laughs) the fact that this fountain requires crafted and gathered components um and not just that but extremely
1: Master. difficult
2: yeah. mm-hmm. extremely high level crafted gatherer components um people have felt a sense of i suppose betrayal in that um i think that again i actually like the idea of them tying i think we t- maybe we touched on this yeah. but i like the idea of them tying various things in the game to island sanctuary offering mm-hmm offering Mm. us more reasons to do a gameplay loop. Like, I don't mind that personally. I think where maybe the valid critique does come in though is the fact that it is incredibly difficult to make. And I have several people that I know that are some of the most hardcore crafter gatherers that I know in this game. And I asked them like, hey, is this something that you'd be able to make? And they even said to me, it is really difficult and it is heavily RNG. And that's why the like the parts are selling for millions because it's 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 interesting because
1: the I actually looked Mm -hmm. this up because the the actual materials for the items, they're not that expensive. But then they're selling for I I think the highest the highest component I saw was like maybe like 480 K for for one of the recipes. But then, like it, you know, the the crafted thing will sell for like one point two. One of them is is going for like two point five. Yeah. So it's 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 weird to see that, right? Because usually it's it's something that scales like that. But it's just the difficulty of it. Um, it was which above is seven million on Balmon. Wow. Because it's it's all down to to what people do too. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more people on certain data centers on certain servers that want this. and that makes the price just skyrocket now there's more crafters too yeah but there's there it's not the supply and demand isn't super elastic in that way like the people who want it have to be already ranked 10. so there are going to be a certain type of people right yeah and then you have to be on a server that has the crafters to support you some of those people aren't going to have the crafters to support them like our poor friends on materia right like I don't know how it's going over in uh, Oceania. Like, I don't know. I don't know the status of their crafters. I would love to know. This would be a great point to check that. But it's like, I get the feeling like I, I get why you would be upset about it, but I also am like, man, that'd be great to be a crafter right now. Yeah. (laughs) It'd be great. I mean, I, I think it's also like super important to note, like this is something that you get access to like, I, I, I noticed it after rank ten. I don't know if, if you can exchange the items for it before then. It's probably a rank ten thing. Know. But like at that point you've maxed out your stuff. It gives you zero benefit other than aesthetic. Like yeah. you have to craft the oh, island prisms. It gives you, it gives oh. you more groove. More okay, so it gives you more groove. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I think I, uh, I
0: think everything gives you five and the fountain gives you ten.
1: Oh. Ah, Okay, so well then there, there you go. But, I mean, it's it's one of those things, like, you can still... And then other HF people are saying... It doesn't give more It doesn't, so... Okay. I was,
0: I was we're to, in I week two. We're still figuring people, it out.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I haven't done it, but I was told... It's, it's one of those things, like, it, 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 it is in no way going mm-hmm. to impede, like, what you can do on the island. Like, you're still going to be able to build things and gather... Like, you know what I mean? So, like, for, for people yeah. saying, like, they feel betrayed, I feel like that... It's like the people that are, like, that... You know, when I talk about Xenos and they're like, Fusion, you should calm down. People that are like, oh, I feel betrayed. I'm like, you, you should calm down too. <laughs> Let's all calm down together. See, here's the thing that, that, that makes me understand that because, yes, you don't need it, right? You don't need it. You also don't need to do the best on your job. You don't need to be competitive with the other jobs, but you want to because this is what you've decided to get into. And when something is a roadblock in your way, bad balance or weird subsystems that make you go do something else that you're not prepared for, that's when it rankles you, right? Like mm. Island Sanctuary and raiding appeal to two different sides of the, the community, but there's some overlap, of course. I'm not saying it's one or the yeah. other, but the, the like genesis or, or like the, the central point is the same. Spreadsheet gamers who want efficiency, who want to know that they're doing it the right way to do it quickly, to feel good about it, to get the brain tingled. And when there's a roadblock, it sucks. That's not fun.
2: And in this kind of genre, right? Yeah. In a simulator or something Mm -hmm. like this, um, it's not always just about efficiency or sheer numbers, right? And I think some of this is, is exacerbated by the fact that maybe at release, we didn't really have that many recipes for things. like. You know i i think i mentioned this last week but a friend came to my island and i was like oh i'll show you around and then we both stopped and went oh it probably looks exactly the same as yours (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) which is actually you finished Oh, no, I mean, just in general, I think that part of what defines this genre, right, is the joy of discovery, mm-hmm. creation, and then unique expression, right? So your island sanctuary, right? Because they say, like, realize your perfect dream of an island sanctuary. That's going to be different for everybody. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, we don't have necessarily all of the manifestations that make that possible. And of course not, we had to start somewhere. I mean, yeah. I did not yeah. dock a ton of points from this category. I didn't dock any points. I thought that we got so much and I'm so excited about the promise of it and I love it um but the one thing that is important in this equation is that uh as far as things that I do think they need to grow we need a lot more recipes because Mm -hmm. right now the difference between all of our islands looks the same and I have an island I'm really proud of is something like a fountain that Mm -hmm. is largely inaccessible to many people for whatever reason. I mean, I think everybody could manage to get this thing. Whether you level your crafters and gatherers and you work on it, right? We've got more tools than ever to do that. Um, Or if you just save up a lot of gil and you just go buy it or you ask a friend, like there are ways to do it. But I understand why it's frustrating. I don't think it would be nearly as much of a problem if we had... Three, Five times as many yeah. recipes and yeah. customization options. I mean, sure. And then there was a tier of like five rare things that you had to almost do, you know, bonus special collections to get or something. <laughs> you know? Yeah,
1: I mean, that's the thing is there's 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 with this this fountain, there's five landmarks and you have four landmark plots. So it's like the idea of like, oh, I mean, the treehouse is OK, but like would I replace it if I could? Yeah, and it, it's it's almost like you know right now with the way that it works. How do you show off like your island to to, to that like mm-hmm. elitist like kind of tier? Right, you have shiny yeah. monsters and you have the otter fountain. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and that's and that's what it is. So like, it's right. I I think if if there were more options, it wouldn't be as big of a deal. Um. But, you know, I think at this point, too, like it's going to be to the point where um, people are going to start winding down with it and kind of putting Mm -hmm. it on 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 farm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Where, you know, everything's unlocked and now you're just you're getting the the calories for stuff. Uh, One of the other rank 10 things uh, you can buy a mount. Yeah, it's like I think it's like 24,000 of the, the blues, but it's like a really cool mount. Mm-hmm. So like I think that's like I bought like a ponytail after my my little backpack body, and I think right. I think I'm going for that mount next because it's, it's pretty it's pretty slick. Um, so uh, yeah,
0: I actually I actually did take points off on Island Sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> what a weirdo! No, I I usually like this kind of content, and I was stunned like not not stunned, but I couldn't stumped stumped figuring out why this wasn't working for me. Okay, Mm -hmm. And I I actually figured it out last night as I was wandering around uh, picking shit off of trees. Because I I could imagine myself in the same scenario in another game, right? And I thought about why I was getting this stuff. And it's because in other games, I like to build and decorate houses.
3: Mm -hmm. That's not
0: a thing you really do here. You do build some buildings, but they all look the same. Yeah, there's there's nothing mm-hmm. special about them, and, and that's what, what Rook was saying, was like, yeah. if we had more unique things...
3: Let
1: us dye them at least, like, might, come on. <laughs> I
0: don't, I really wish we could build the buildings, but that would be mm-hmm. a huge thing to add. I, yeah, I understand yeah. why it's not there. Island Sanctuary um, has not hooked me, like, at all. I'm doing it because it's something I can do. Um, I, I really like catching the animals, but you can only do so much with that. I wish that was more expansive. So really it's just the things that are involved in the Island that I'm interested in are, uh, minimal. And that's not really Square cause fault. Uh, this, yeah. this content doesn't have to be for me. I, mm-hmm, I know yeah. a lot of people are really enjoying it and I'm, I'm glad for that. I will let them build their islands and I'll come exactly. visit and I'll be amazed because mine doesn't look like that.
1: Yeah. I'll be, I'll be really curious to see how, how people are talking about Island Sanctuary. Um, maybe in like two months from now after, yeah. you know, they, they probably get the bulk of what they want from the blue cowries for yeah. rewards. Um, see, I, I know I, I do not interact with these games. I, I hate that feeling of chore. And to me, That is the main, that's one of the main components of a game like this. You have to have that friction to feel like you did something Mm -hmm. that you achieved something. I don't want that. I don't, I don't want to gather for hours. Like I started it and it was like first quest and I was like, cool, I'm going to make the cabin. And then I had to raid and I haven't gone back. So that mammoth is waiting for those materials that I've gathered (laughs) to build a cabin. And I don't know when I'll come and build that. I mean, that's, that's the nice thing about this content though. Like, obviously I don't, you're, you're not quite there yet. Right. Yeah. But it, it can get to a point where even if you just have, like, one workshop and one granary, like, mm-hmm. you can automate it a little bit, right? And just, right. you know, check in on it once a week and make progress, which I I think is nice. And I think, you know, once we get a, a couple more months out, we'll have, you know, we'll see how people are, yeah. are dealing with it. Because at that point, like, I'll have that mount, you know, in a, in a few more weeks and then... Yeah, I still have like the the Mandy mounts and some glamour and stuff yeah. I can work towards, and I and I probably will. But um, once people get what they want out of it, what what happens then, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, how long will that content sit there before an update? Um, so that's something to. I, I'll be curious to see how that kind of progresses. But I mean, otherwise, I think off to off to you know, right. You have to start somewhere. Yeah. And I think this is this is a great start. I mean it's been super chill like I've been super addicted to it. Like there's been nights where like I'll 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 cash in some workshop stuff, I'll get a little bit of XP, and then I'll I'll look at like my island rank XP bar yeah. and I'll be like open up the calculator, be like, how many times do I need to gather to rank up? Four hundred and fifty? Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> That sounds horrible <laughs> to me. It, like, finding
2: you, fall you think about that, that? There
1: are people yeah. I saw get ranked 10 on day yeah. one. I know.
2: I know. I will say that's one of the few things that I think right now they need. Okay. We have had a lot of critiques, but again, I said this last week. I will say it again. I think this is mostly because there is so much promise in this mm-hmm. game mode and yeah. launching this as it was, was a huge first step. I love seeing this idea in the game. Um, One of the things that I have found for myself that maybe has been a point that causes me not enjoyment in this Mm. game mode is when I sit there and I go, okay, what can I do next to rank up? and I look because I have no recipes. It's not like, you know, I gathered these things and I experimented and put this stuff together and I unlocked four new recipes and I, you know, then I can go make a chair to put in mm-hmm. my room or I mm-hmm. can, it's not like that, right? It's a different kind of thing. So I'm like, all right, well, I build all the stuff that I can build right now. And I took care of my, all my animals and I petted them three times. And I went and I stood and I took some pictures and then I'm like, all right, so, what can I do to get to the next level? And I go, well, I can just Nothing. not do anything, and I can just wait three days or whatever until my workshop stuff is done. Mm-hmm. Or I can just go around the island and just click on things just to gather stuff.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Just to have it. It's And that's where I think I find the stumbling block for me. It sure. can be soothing to gather stuff. sure. But Zen, I agree with your observation in the sense that like, if I'm gathering stuff, it's usually because I get the most excited, the most engaged when I'm curious about discovery or about making things that I know in my head, I'm like, okay, well, to get the house that I want or to get the things that I need mm-hmm. in the house, I'm gonna have to get this many of that and then that many of this. And then, um, you know, this one vendor stops by the island, like, you know, in other games like this, right? Like this one vendor stops by the island only on Tuesdays. So I need to make sure that I have enough stuff for them by that time to get this thing that I can then use, right? Yeah. Like. So we're obviously at just the very first steps of this game mode, but I think for the future of it, they do, we talked about this last time, but we do need to have other things that happen on the island so that it's not literally just, because as well, when you harvest these nodes, you get one of the thing and you get 10 points of experience. And there are times where I look at that and I'm exhausted before I've even started because the amount of experience (laughs) that I need and the lack of things that particular rank might have for me to craft, do, build, actively participate in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I did all of that. Or there was nothing. All I can do is wait. I like, think,
1: yeah, I mean, and, and we talked about, again, you know, throw back to last week, I mean, this, this was content that was designed to like last a little bit, you know? But obviously you are gonna have those people that are like, I want to rank 10 on patch day. and it's like you're crazy but if you really wanted to you could i guess um and so yeah it's it it would be nice to have different things to do um i mean obviously like even even with with the crappy xp like obviously like going out and gathering stuff ultimately can benefit you because then you have the the stock of items that you can Mm -hmm. use in the workshop which then gives you like you know it's like this this loop right yeah um but yeah, I think I think they could definitely do some improvements. Do something with the damn green calories. I just I don't know buy what.
0: materia and sell yeah.
1: them. I mean, I guess. I, but then I have to like sell items to do that, and then if I have to, if <laughs> oh, I, no. well, well, here's the thing though. Here's and this them. is this is why it's they're so useless because you have to spend materials to get the greens to then buy the thing to sell for gill. but. If you sell those items for the greens, those are items that you then can't stockpile to earn blues, which give you the cooler things. Right. So which means you'd have to go gather more. So like that's why greens are useless. It's just it's not, not worth the time. I'm not investment. making a
0: connection here. I, I haven't deep dived into how that works. How does the green take away from your blue?
1: You use the same so materials you, you would have you, used to you make You get blue. greens by exporting items. So all the oh. stuff that you gather, like just mm-hmm. the base gathering stuff for like ten XP, those are worth like a handful of greens. Um, yeah. Produce and leavings can be exported for blues, but again, you would see more benefit by using them in crafts to then get so more you blues.
0: Just don't do anything to get you greens.
1: Not natively, No, you have you have to to actually th- go and be like, I'm gonna get Sacrifice. greens. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. So I mean, there's not. If- Oh, I was going to say, if greens had more of a gameplay mechanic, like if you used them to run the automated systems, or if you used them for some other component on the island, there might be more um, argument to like, <laughs> oh, well, now I'm going to go gather a whole bunch of stuff, and then I'll gather yeah. excess, like, and then I'll sell. Literally, let us
1: buy an island stuff. prism from the greens instead of just like glamour, like <laughs> and glamour dis- uh, like, I, dispellers. Like, let us buy the I island really prism the with green.
0: I was under the impression that you were getting greens, just getting them no. from from random stuff. So no. you don't actually like you don't have
2: to worry about the fact that they're useless cuz you don't have any.
1: I mean that yeah. I, that's true too. <laughs> I
2: yeah. mean yeah, it's true. It's true. It's just weird when you have the two currencies and blue is so hard to earn, but blue is what's used for like But then blue is also consumed for everything. Fair enough, it would be nice. And I'm I'm sure it's great for
0: crafters like I bet crafters are eating this content up, right? Right. So like they maybe well, they probably honestly already have all of their gear uh yeah. melded up to five. Well, and and, I, the mat- and for, the, for the for go...
1: the, the time mm-hmm. involved, it's easier to get materia through other methods than it is to spend time gathering and exchanging stuff for greens. Green is just for overflow of things you would use yeah. to make blue. When you get your mounts and you're done, this is the thing you get out of it those extra yeah. two months waiting for the update. Yeah. See that'll, there you go. that'll probably sucks. be good.
0: For me. And then you realize that you needed all that palm wood. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) A lot of times I talk about content that doesn't really apply to me. Like when the gatherer um, Mm -hmm. dailies came up with the the tribes. It's like, okay, well, I'm already done with that. So I didn't really need it. But Mm -hmm. this thing, I have not updated my gear or fully pentamelded it. So this thing will probably actually be useful for me.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. But yeah, you sacrifice the speed of leveling up for the convenience of some items and yeah it depends on how quickly you want to get up there yeah, yeah it not, it I'm depends on quickly exactly. anyway. I think yeah like i mean everybody's six. gonna have their own priorities yeah. for things like I, i'm at the yeah. point it's now where i did i did a couple days of like the mammoths taking care of my stuff but i'm like I'm like but each week that's a deficit of like Twenty one hundred yeah. blue cowries, and I need that mount. So we're not gonna be doing that anymore. I'm gonna pet and feed every single one of those animals individually. Yeah. Um, At
0: least you can beckon them; they just run over, and you can feed them. You don't even have to walk into the pasture.
1: I mean, that's, <laughs> that's an extra. True. That's an extra click, though. I just, I just pop, sprint, and whatever. Make a macro, right? <laughs> Can't you make a macro? I, for that? I, I have macros for things. Yeah, okay. I have a macro that will lock onto the nearest gathering point, auto move me. And then I could just click once, and it'll gather. and I could just hit it again, <laughs> or if it's further away, I have one. And I'll click; it'll lock on, but then put up, pull up my mount, and then auto move.
0: How does how does auto moving work?
1: It's like if if you you know if you hold like like uh, like if you hit R when you're walking, it'll auto run. Mm-hmm. It's just uh... it's it's like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah and when you yeah. lock on, you walk towards it. So it's it's also like super R handy. I've I've I, mm-hmm. I, I I tweeted this out. Uh, a, like yeah. last week too like if it like it's it's one of those things too and i think rook i send it to you because like it if you're crap if you're doing a lot of gathering like that could take a toll like on your your wrist and stuff um mm-hmm. some people i've heard were getting like motion sick from doing a lot of gathering there's an option to turn off uh there's an option where it'll uh like center your camera if you like click on like an NPC and ah. stuff turn that off that helps a lot yeah. too um
0: where is that? I'm so tired of my camera flipping around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I, I want to say it's like, yeah. yeah, it's like systems or characters or some camera stuff. It's like all the way at the bottom. But yeah, it's like mm-hmm. super helpful for, for that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's Island Sanctuary. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes. Yes. Uh, did I we, we... Our rankings, our ratings yeah. for this. I did 10 out of 10 for this category because even despite anything that I've said, I really loved the array of content. Mm -hmm. Um, I really think we had a great jumping off point with Island Sanctuary. I think a lot of the fights shown in unique ways and I'm so excited for uh, the Criterion dungeons and the other stuff that's coming Mm -hmm. under the umbrella of 6.2. Although of course that wasn't directly taken into account with um, this ranking, Uh, but yeah, I did 10 on 10. Uh, Seven for me,
0: Uh, Barbarisha, very nice dungeon. Okay, yeah, Island Sanctuary, I'm very neutral. Mm -hmm. So seven. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And I did eight because for me, I really, really enjoyed Barbarisha and the raid just a little bit because I was at seven as well because Island Sanctuary is neutral for me. I wasn't going to dock a point. I'm sure. hearing that so many people really enjoy it. So it seems like it, it landed very well. So I'm like, OK, well, that's pretty yeah. good. But it was eight for me. Yeah, I was I mean, I was at an eight out of ten as well. Just, mm-hmm. you know, like the fights were fun. Uh, the Barbarisha fight, I thought it was really cool uh island sanctuary is really cool but like ultimately they're not perfect like obviously Mm -hmm. you know especially with island sanctuary and having to click each one of those (laughs) things to say like no don't take care of this anymore to collect the thing like ooh. um so it's it's got some work to do i mean the you know the rare animal spawns and stuff um definitely room for improvement but off to a, a really good start um Music was also really good on Island Sanctuary, I thought, too. We're, we're just going to segue right in. Um, Presentation. I, I was getting a lot of, like, like uh, Naoshi Mizuta vibes from the the music that plays when you're out away from your base. It just really reminded me of some of the stuff that they used in Eleven, um, mm. whether, whether or not that was him or not, because he, he still is at Square, so I don't know if, if he contributed or not. Um but I thought that was cool. I like the island music. Um Pan- Panam music. Oh my god. Like so good. It's amazing. It's, any like every raid tier, it's like, okay, we'll listen to this same boring track for the first three fights, mm-hmm. and then we'll get to the cool bop in the fourth fight, and then maybe we'll get a, another cooler bop in like the second phase of the extreme fight. Um But there were like three uh four. Yeah track so because yeah. uh p5 had a fi- uh, had song uh p6 and 7 had a song and then p8 had a song and then extreme had another one on top of it like or, or savage mode um hmm. look i'm gonna be honest i listened to a lot of evanescence in high school so this this <laughs> this this, the, this scream track just filled a void that i didn't know i was missing it is so good i think this is probably like like top five yeah 14 songs for me like it's it's so good husky already has has his cover of it mm-hmm. um it's just it's i've been looping it like well, for for yeah. weeks i i like it so much better than the first tiers music it just in general yeah. whether that be due to exposure or whatever you know like we did it a whole bunch but i do like this song a lot more to me, yeah, I do hear the Evanescence. I hear a lot of Shoji Meguro, who's Persona and Shin Megami Tensei, and more Shin Megami Tensei than Persona. Yeah. Um, especially things like uh, Devil Summoner. Uh, there's a lot of that driving rock into that, like, kind of like this chord progression, like this downward chord progression that just, it jams. And then there's also a little bit of, um, oh, man, Sawano. So this is anime. So Kill a Kill, Attack mm-hmm. on Titan, The Sawano drop, there's this moment where you get into the chorus where everything falls out and then it hits you. That's just like, it's a a mixture of all those things, which I really enjoy. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah. the music this patch was on fire. Mm -hmm. Everything from just like, the cutesy music on Island Sanctuary. Yeah. To I even like the the dungeon tune. I like all of the raid music. Oh my gosh! I was so happy they did a progression of different songs, and even cleverly reusing themes that had relevance, like the Academia theme, which obviously mm-hmm. we know yeah. um, La Lahabrea, very and Hephaestus, his namesake, yep. right? Um, the forge of creation. So um, the fact that he himself was so involved with academia, and then we have that remix of the music. And I've heard that the music in the second half of the Savage Fight is also a banger, although I have not listened to it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so, like, again, I think the polish was on just an incredible high level. And I think the overall artistic direction of this patch really good. I love the character designs. I loved. I mean, I think uh, Zero's design is amazing. I mm-hmm. I love the designs of the bosses that we got. I think that um, they're visually just how they look so cool. Um, I love the range in the raid bosses, the dungeon Mm -hmm. bosses. Um, I love the lighting, the atmosphere uh, in the void. I loved the artistic feel of the dungeon, especially when you start and the floor's all wonky and everything. I mean, to me, the presentation of this patch, they even voiced a few things that they haven't voiced before in regards to parts of the raid and things. You are The fusion's muted, but he's uh, gesturing very emphatically. (laughs)
1: I had some kind of uh, something was okay. outside. Now, now my sounds messed up. What did I do? That button. That You're okay. Button. You sound okay. okay to us. Okay, I I hit some stuff because I was mutant. There was like a a dog or something barking, all mm. crazy over here. Um, yeah, that's one of the things. I, I'm glad you brought up the voice thing. Um, for for years, mm-hmm. one of the things I have always docked them for when reviewing either expansions or patches, was we'll go into a trial. The entity we're fighting will say various things during the fight. But then you get to the beginning of the fight or the end of the fight and it's silence and subtitles. Why? They finally voiced it. They finally did it after all this time. I was like, <laughs> yep. I, like going and and not even just the main stuff in Pandemonium too. They voiced it, yeah. and like I had this because I did I did Pandemonium before the MSQ, and we get into that fight and he's like, blah, blah. and I was like, oh, he talked, <laughs> like I, I can was, hear him. I was so happy. I was yeah, so it's I'm good. So
2: it adds that level, right? It mm-hmm. elevates the presentation of the whole yeah. thing to you, right? Yeah. So I thought that there was a real attention to detail, a strong artistic vision, and that they really enhanced that with the music and other elements this patch. So for me, yeah, I, I did go pretty high with presentation. I think the only thing that detracted from me were those couple of things that we talked about with Island Sanctuary, yes. namely the issues with the servers and the bug with mm-hmm. the the rare spawns. Um, but everything else I thought was great. Yeah. I, th- I think even the additional dialogue touches
1: I, I yes. think yeah. I, I thought a lot of the just the kind of um, <laughs> like I know the category is presentation, but like a lot of the presentation of uh, some of the quests and stuff, too, um, especially with with the 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 optional but should have been included in MSQ quest, um, yeah. like there were a lot of times during that quest where they're going through and they're talking about these characters and. And it's like, oh, this is gonna be one of those quests where, like, it's like a screenshot, and they just put some text over it. But then the screenshot turns into like an actual scene, and they actually yeah. animated stuff. And I was like, oh, I am impressed. Like it, like I, I, they did a really good job with some of that stuff. Like it would be like the screenshot of a person, but then it flashed, and it was like the model, and like that was really cool. I'm like, I'm really happy that they they did that. Still should have been in the MSQ. Um, yeah, my but- favorite, my <laughs> favorite little part of it is just the axe in the head. Yes, on the ground. Yes, I was like, I did not expect that touch. Thank it's you. Just, just casually there, nice. just hanging out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that was that was really cool. Um, I think uh, another thing too, since we're still kind of on Pandy a little bit, uh, the raid armor. So ah. coming into this, right, we knew like, oh, we're gonna get glowing armor. It's gonna be really cool. I feel like I'm already over it. <laughs> <laughs> um, as
0: funny as I'm, the reverse. Because uh, I like, I believe I said during the show uh, when we were talking about it initially. Yeah. Like, this is not my thing. Uh, it's cool. It's for everybody else. I'm gonna ultimately withhold my opinion until I actually have it on my body.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I really like the aiming body. But, Didn't but expect here's to.
1: here's the mm-hmm. question though. For, for and and this goes to everybody that anyone that's listening, right? If you like the new shiny uh, armor from Pandemonium, are you a tank or melee DPS?
3: <laughs> no, <laughs>
1: because yeah. yeah. And I, you know, yeah, I, for for me, right, it's it's like there's some really cool effects. Like you have the helmet that kind of glows on the side. It's like, that's Dean. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the other bodies, they have like this like kind of fiery like shoulders. That's cool. Uh, I just have a giant glowing circle behind me. Right. And it's weird. <laughs> it's like they couldn't figure out what to do. So they just made a giant glowing circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looks relevant w- later. It,
0: One of my friends who's a tank later. has has that uh the circle armor and yeah. then she also was able to find a sword that has the exact same effect on it. So she's got like a sword with the fire So I mean I've I've, I've matched it back. too.
1: The the mm-hmm. resistance weapon for a dragoon's got a purple glow on it that that yeah. pretty pretty yeah. closely matches that. But it's like it's just weird like anytime I was doing cutscenes in this patch like the way that the cameras were were cropped in, it looked like mm. I was coming out of a portal or something. It was weird. That's cool. No, yeah. it was weird I, and distracting. I, I get it, I
2: get <laughs> it. I am glad that we have options in the game. Sure, Um sure. I, I honestly think that it was about time that they did some special effects gear for things like raids. Yeah. I was a little surprised, uh, perhaps because we're tying this into the presentation category. I, I think specifically probably twisting this with the special effect and or how it could have added to or detracted from the presentation of the patch is kind of how mm-hmm. I'm interpreting the mm-hmm. connection yeah. fusion. Um, but I I personally have kind of, I feel both, but I feel happy it's still in the game. There sure. have been times where I've seen people with like a billion of the circles, and I'm like, wow, that's a lot that's happening right there. <laughs> and then there have been times where I'm like, but there should be a lot. And you should have the option to do that. Yeah. Um, the one area that I was maybe a little bit less convinced on was the fact that you can't die the special effect on the sure. Savage here. Which, to me, felt like a little lack of polish on differentiating that, especially because, Aldito, do you want, do you want to talk mm-hmm. about why it's personally infuriating for you? Do it up.
1: Hi, hello, I'm a summoner.
2: Hi, Did summoner. you know
1: that? Every single weapon from the Savage raid, except for one, is the same color of your glow. And maybe they'll have a little accoutrements, like the the warrior weapon has, you know, the chains, right? Um, the Summoner weapon is mostly red when we have the purple shoulders, and the only purple is a little gem on the outside of the book. The book, otherwise, is covered with red chains, and the inside is glowing red. So it's like, I don't, and Red Mage has a little bit of this as well. They tinted their their uh, sword a little bit crimson, so it's a little bit more like magenta instead of that dark purple um so it looks a little strange but i think it, it works a little bit better on red mage but i'm just like why would you do this to how me? how is the summoner book compared to the scholar book uh scholar book is really really cool it's less um flashy so the summoner book the outside has the chains on it kind of like the warrior one glowing mm-hmm. red it has a little purple circle on it that that makes a little bit of like smoke come out a little bit it's it's nice and the interior is just writing right but it's a red glow it's like completely red Mm. inside now the scholar one the outside is completely normal basically it looks like a normal book but on the inside on the right page there's like this holographic inset that's red and it looks all rune runic you know what i mean and it's projected above the book so that's cool it's really cool yeah and both of them are good designs like don't get me wrong the sonar book is cool i'm just like why is this a different color and yeah, the thing that, that dies weird. is the rest of the book, which you can't see under the red chains anyway. Oh. So it's it's a little weird, but it's a good model of a book. It's just weird yeah. how how they decided to implement it. And, and some people have similar problems. And I mean, I think I saw that the Reap, like if you're wearing the Reaper hat and you go into void scent form, like you still have the like the little tendrils of flame, too. I was like, uh, really? that's weird. Yeah, uh, I've seen at least I've seen a glitch of it. I've seen a screenshot okay. in which it is in, and they presented it as a glitch. Yeah, so that I'm, doesn't I'm seem. It's a glitch. That doesn't seem right. Yeah, so I'm just like, well, that's a little weird too. But like, I, I like the the VFX. You know, I'm I'm fine with it. I'm currently wearing the 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 caster stuff because it is subdued anyway. Like the mm-hmm. caster is is very small amount of flame. Honestly. Yeah um so yeah but i can get it if i was melee if i was dragoon i would struggle to find something to put that with 100 percent, i get that yeah i mean at, at, right and like we said too it's mm-hmm. nice that we have this kind of option now that they're finally starting to make this kind of gear yeah. but like after playing with it a little bit i'm just like eh, it's all right it's just it's weird mm-hmm. having a big floaty circle behind me
2: <laughs> all right was there anything else in presentation specifically yes
1: yeah okay. yes
2: so gear overall, it's
0: fine. I still haven't I feel like it's been a long time since I've been shown something that I needed, wanted, mm-hmm. had to have. Nothing nothing here really fell into that. It was nice though. Um the thing the first thing that comes to mind for me in presentation is Troya, the dungeon.
3: Mm-hmm. When
0: you first mm-hmm. go in, mm-hmm. that first little like warped dungeon ish area. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but that really stands out to me. Just because it's so warped it's not it's not realistic mm-hmm. it's like going into wonderland and the the floors are circular yeah it's so cool it immediately reminds you you're in the void and shit is fucked up here yeah you know uh, i you go i uh, try overall uh i just really enjoyed the look of that place thought it was great Things, things were broken in some places, things were still immaculate in others, but like had glowing purple windows to remind you this place is wrong. It mm-hmm.
1: was great. I loved yeah. it. Go ahead. I just wanted, like you said that and I'm like, and why is it warped? It's a domain of someone. What memories of that area, is it because of her? If is only it, you know, like, there were a book on the ground that we could yeah. read to find out. Well, you're you're <laughs> exactly. in a dungeon
0: too, presumably, yeah. like this person was probably bad and did yeah. bad stuff and then dungeon.
1: Yeah. And I wanna know, right? I want like there's this atmospheric storytelling, which is great. You should have it. Yep. But you should also hit people over the head with it, especially when it's unclear which direction you're going, right? Um but yeah, I loved it too. Like as you enter, it's like, yeah, you said entering into Wonderland or like this this surrealist painting of mm-hmm. a world, you know? And that's really that's cool. Clocks. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and then the other thing that uh, is, is a small thing, but I think it's a really worthwhile thing to note, and that I hope they keep doing, hmm. is uh, in the normal Carbuncle and Barbaricia fights, there are those cutscenes where they sort of pause you mid-fight.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Carbuncle doesn't have it in, in uh, the savage mode. They didn't make you sit through that crap again. Yep. And Barbariccia, you're still that that thing is still happening, but they don't give you the cutscene for it. There, they give you that time to prepare for when she lands again, and I think Mm -hmm. that is great. You only have to watch those cutscenes when you're actually there for story. I'm having like really bad flashbacks
1: to Eden now. Don't worry
0: about it. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't think about it. We're
1: all we're all. uh, uh,
2: I think I think that's a that's a great thing that they implement. Yeah, it is great details um the only other thing that i can think of with presentation that was on my mind was the fact that they also added in some of those extra touches they didn't have to add uh things like the additional dialogue if you go to the first mm-hmm. after void quests and everything like that and the anomaly that has appeared in the skies of mm-hmm. yes War. sure
1: why aren't more why uh, like i've seen a couple tweets but like i feel like more people should be talking about this what I
0: haven't is haven't been there, on? didn't know
1: yeah there's like there's like uh I put I put up a, a screenshot actually in the the, the chat a couple days ago. Yeah. It looks like there's like a new planet or something that's forming yeah. in the skybox in Ultima Thule. Like what you didn't is... have
0: any you didn't have any context. So it's like Fusion, if you want me to know what that is, you gotta tell me.
1: <laughs> it's like yeah, what it is, is what is this? And
2: pet. I love when they do that kind of yeah. thing.
1: Yeah. My pet theory all of those souls were collected into that void egg that were not allowed to reincarnate cuz you know Meteon's like nope no one should exist come in here stay with me forever but now that that is gone are they coalescing into a new life stream are they leaking out and then coalescing and are those the people we're going to talk to in the cafe at the end of the world that would be cool to yeah, to yeah, go through yeah. these like now intermingled because all of them have been gathered from different planets these now mm. intermingled cultures just like the rest of the the pot shards you know the ostracon because that's what they are they're pot shards of these civilizations are we going to see them coming out and coalescing into something new i don't know but it, as soon as i saw that i'm like that looks like the beginning of an ethereal sea or or some there, there's your 7.0 <laughs> or yeah, it's or right. it's just tied to a cafe we're not sure yet
2: <laughs> yeah, we don't know we don't know i mean i've heard theories about the fact yeah. that you know there may be um glimpses of each of the different shards mm. uh in and around Ultima thule that you know it could play with that it could have something to do with that there's a lot of possible theories yeah. but i think the polish of this patch overall the artistic prison uh, presentation and everything else they did just was super on point it was, it was good. Yep. It was good. Only like a tiny blip that detracted yep. from it, but otherwise, everything else was really, really great.
1: Mm-hmm. So then we get to scores. Nine. All right. So, yeah, I was about to say nine,
2: nine.
1: Yeah. Nine. Yep. Nine. That <laughs> one was easy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so then let's let's wrap this up with with the with the miscellaneous stuff. Um, the Tataru quest. Had a new mm. uh, couple a little chain to it. I thought it was it was fun. Um, yeah, brought back some familiar faces. Um, mm-hmm. The adventure plates were were like, hey, adventure <laughs> plates. Uh, I, I I played around with them a little bit before this uh, podcast because I remembered, oh hey, that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the issues I had with them while they were in beta are still there. So okay. Uh, issues with like when you mirror stuff Mm -hmm. things still get covered up things overlap and layer oddly so like they added a few different like graphical elements to choose from but i don't know what else they really added because all the issues i had with it are still present um i truly appreciate the ultimate plates like and backgrounds and, yes, and yeah and I love that yes that's put that put make people want to do it more and that is a great way because of individualization because of expressing I mean, yourself adver- advertise <sighs> that as a thing yeah. more like <laughs> it's so great so so good
2: mm-hmm, yeah I included personally the range of gear sets and furnishings mm-hmm. in this patch makes and sense I- Even if the gear sets and things weren't everybody's, like, cup of tea as far as the actual style goes, I thought we had amazing, really good gear sets this time around. The Mm -hmm. the range of different kind of appearances, the new dungeon set is fantastic. Uh, all the gear that comes from, and like, just the special cosmetic fun stuff that comes from Island Sanctuary. All of those sorts of things I thought were really great. I liked the new furnishings that they added, and it uh, gives you more options. It, it was nice to have something where I was going, oh, hey, wait, we've got new crafted and we've got the new tombstone and the raid gear. Oh, and the dungeon has a whole new original set. Nothing mm-hmm. was just rehashed. Nothing was just, you know, it was all new stuff. And each one had its own really distinctive theme, which I liked very much. I thought that was really great. I was yeah. really
0: disappointed by the Dungeon Gear.
2: I know a lot of people
0: really like it, but it is 100% not my aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I feel like they ripped up some trash bags and threw it
2: over your <laughs> shoulders
0: for aiming. I don't like it at all. Um, wow. I do
2: agree, the aiming gear is kind of weird. Like, why mm-hmm. is it full length? I like a lot of the other sets, but yes, no, that I do agree. Yep. There were a couple sets within it that I was kind of like, this doesn't feel like it hits the mark for the style of gear that yep. this represents in the Dungeon Gear.
1: Did yeah you know, the like stop
0: set. complaining about aiming gear or i'm gonna give you crap like this forever i'm sorry really. i mean I, i'm
1: upset about the like the 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 range dresses too like that's not my thing mm-hmm. but that's fine
0: not even yeah. a dress it's a bag i hate it uh, the <laughs> furniture though, it's like you were going, going out on really
1: halloween but it was raining so you're just <laughs> i guess i'll <laughs> just put a trash bag over me
0: there were some really interesting pieces i don't know about you guys but i have created a prison in my house before and it is very difficult now there's just a prison wall that's cool um,
1: now I you can make love... the basement of your dreams.
2: I love that sentence out of context. I don't know about <laughs> all of you guys, but I have made a dungeon in my basement before, so <laughs> I haven't really I considered that
1: option. I think I need void, a house now.
2: Void scent hunter, you
0: know, mm-hmm. where you put the void scent in, in the in the prison. Yeah. It's, it's not weird Makes this sense. time. No, not weird. Check It's the like the Ghostbusters, thing. right? The coolest right. thing that I think they added this time was the wind door, which is a door you can put anywhere. <laughs>
1: But where but does, does it lead? lead?
0: Yes, but honest, honestly, like fake door. Cool. Great. Awesome. They've, it was overdue, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that could give you the perception of, hey, it continues outside of the space, too, if you put it on an external wall. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's really cool to give you that option for expression. Oh,
0: also, well, we got mm-hmm. an updated map, which is really super great. Very excited about that. Right. And we got steps and lofts made of stone. Mm. Which is great for especially like Ishgardian houses and uh, yeah. Hingashi houses too, because mm. they have a lot of
1: stone. So pe- some uh, people do really stuff. crazy stuff with lofts yeah. too, so like that's yeah. that's nice to see. Very cool. Yeah, misc for me. There's a bunch of other stuff, but oh, you go ahead.
0: Oh no no no! I meant as far as furnishings, I'm not ah, going to go okay. over every, every furnishing.
1: Misc for me is where I put job balance because hmm. it's not gameplay. It's it's. The results of gameplay, I think, and what colors your perception of gameplay, but I don't think it's gameplay. Honestly, the top end does not matter in your gameplay. So that, that's why I couldn't put it anywhere else. But balance is in a, a, a weird, weird place, and it's still early right now, and we shouldn't even know anything about this. We, we just feel, you know, Stone Sky Sea. I actually did do all of the Stone Sky Seas anyway, but um, it, is feeling a little strange right now to be a ranged dps or a caster. I'm um, that's a vast understatement. I haven't Wait, touched machinist though? yet and I'm I'm a little scared. Uh it's 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 doing okay, but uh, the whole category are kind of second class citizens in a way that hasn't been true in a little while. Um and it's due to a lot of factors, simplification. Like there's a lot of simpl- simplification going on. And melee because it was more complicated benefited from it more there are less bosses that you have to worry about positionals on which makes sense because they're crazy like okay it's a big tree what are you going to do right what what are you even going to do there but there's also more and more uptime which makes it easier and easier and results in higher baselines and lower ones for the other jobs and it just is starting to feel like it's starting to come up in the community as more and more people feel that way, not just people Mm -hmm. who are on the cutting edge. And, you know, it's starting some conversations that I've seen, and it's really the ideas of all of these different types of ways of taxing the output from your job. Like, like I said before, simplicity should more simple jobs do less damage. I tend to agree with that. It seems like the dev team does should jobs, more utility do less damage. Yeah, I also agree with that. Seems like the dev team does. But when those don't matter, it feels really bad. Like, you know, I've seen even, you know, prominent people in the community who were doing World First go, oh, man, it it sucks to be a caster right now. I feel like I'm not worthy of the spot that I'm taking. Another melee could be here and we could have gotten through this sooner.
0: Did the... the crit yeah. changes also make a big oh, difference.
1: Yes, everybody, every every job other than caster. And I think one caster and most of the ranged DPS. I mean, machine has benefited from it. Dancer will. Bard will because they have crit direct hit buffs, but no caster has any auto crit or any crit buff that they can give to anyone or or, you know, move around. And that seems to be shaking out a little bit into the feeling that we feel i'm glad i'm wearing these sunglasses you can't see my shifty eyes i forgot to take them off when we stopped talking about aliens i was Sorry, i was honestly. thinking about mentioning yeah. it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you know i honestly well, forgot yeah well,
2: chat, go ahead chat brought up a good a good point earlier mm-hmm. which was that um and chat if you have more details please feel free to talk about sure. there while i talk about this in the moment um because i had not heard this but i believe it especially given the context of what aldino has seen and read and has been talking about So apparently one of the world first prog groups, it sounds like they had casters in their comp. Was it two, the two casters or two ranged Mm -hmm. like you normally might have that kind of, like ranged referring to just like in general how you might um, structure a party, not specifically ranged DPS. Mm -hmm. Um, But, uh, and they were like just hitting their head against the wall for... Uh, hours and hours, hours. of prog and could not make a check, could not make a check, could not make a check. And then they swapped the comp and they swapped um, in, I would assume, to melee or something, yeah. you know, something that would be the equivalent there. Yeah. And were able to clear it within like the next couple tries. Yep. So I think that does very clearly illustrate... That even if you have top tier players with, you know, the absolute best gear that they mm-hmm. can at release and everything else and people analyzing and all this kind of stuff, that there is a there is a damage discrepancy. Yeah. And that whatever those other things are bringing to the table, they are not bringing to the table in such a way that it aids a clear yes. in, in yeah. that kind of sense where it would make the difference. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, so they had a red mage?
1: Yeah. Oh, they had a red mage, mage and then they had a warrior. Suffering.
2: And so they swapped Red Mage for Monk and then they swapped Warrior for Dark Knight.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. And then that
2: made up the damage difference.
1: Yeah, and it's, and it was mostly on the Red Mage side as someone has to feel like the worst DPS, because obviously we can't know these numbers. I'm going to keep doing this bit every single time I talk about this. <laughs> um, there's no way to know that. However, it really feels like it's the worst on every single fight in the game right now. Um, <laughs> really feels that way um and is that because of res- resing and utility uh, probably but when prog comes down to it at some point you stop making mistakes and that's when you need to pull the damage out and if you're incapable of doing that and there's no tools to figure out why you're not getting through because obviously there are no tools to figure it out you get stuck forever and that sucks that is the worst feeling is being a Anything healer tank DPS doesn't matter Mm -hmm. things without the Trinity where you go. I like this job. I do it well to a pretty high level, but if you switched my job and I did it worse, we would still be better if I switched my job and we didn't need raises right now, if I switched to something else, there's nothing to switch to. But if I did, if somehow I could switch to even Reaper, which is feeling like the lower of the melee. The difference would be intense and I would be worse at it and I would still be doing better output. And that's where you get into the, that feels horrible. What that is does not feel balance? Yeah. And it's hard. And you know, <laughs> I always say this because it's, it's important to be, uh, cognizant that in World of Warcraft, another MMO, I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, the difference between the top two. Top two DPS, like number one and number two, is bigger than the entire difference that we have. It feels like, right? And it's insane. Like that difference is crazy. By the by you get the time you get to the top, to the bottom of wow, if someone in 14, if one job in 14 was that low, everyone would feel it and no one would ever even touch it. So our balance is better. I'm gonna say that. It's much closer. Oh but, well, that's that's good to know. Yeah, it's it still doesn't feel great. Yeah. Right. If you're in one of those jobs. So that's that's why my score for this is a bit lower because I, I do count this as miscellaneous because it shouldn't matter to most players. It does matter to some, though. Yeah.
0: But you know what you can do? Mm-hmm. You turn to your friend and you could say, fix my heart and also my gear while you're at it.
1: <laughs> yes! yeah, you can do that.
0: Yes. The repair. I think that's a great thing. Makes me yeah. happy. Yeah.
1: Love it. It's really good.
0: The next thing I want along those lines is being able to change your job in dungeons and yeah. other various content. Those are like the yeah. two mm-hmm. things from 1.0 that were so convenient. Mm-hmm. Would it make sense? or not? Yeah, I, I don't know about it. that one. I would, I would love like maybe just one switch because sometimes when I get into it like a dungeon or 24 man with another dancer, I'm like, oh, I wish I'd cute as anything else. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe under, under certain conditions, or if you're like a, a fully pre-made party, or I don't know. Yeah. Outside of combat, fully pre-made party, yeah. Makes sense.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I've been uh, having friends just fix my gear because they can. It's- yeah.
2: Yeah, it's liberating. It's fun. Um, I also put the PvP Dragon Mount in this, and uh, I yeah. guess we could say the new rewards track as a whole for mm-hmm. PvP personally you all know how i feel about this i love it it's a dragon mount and there's, there's a there's a, there's a new dragon
1: thing 10 out of 10 whatever the category <laughs> is dragons
2: yeah best game ever made uh but no i actually think the new dragon mount is great it looks fantastic and it has yeah, some it really sweet lore like really cute lore that's tied to it about like who the dragon is and like why they've oh. chosen to follow you which is really cool hmm. um uh, mount Raid mount oh, is
1: so good. Yeah. Very cool. It's the best. It's the best raid mount I think we've ever gotten. It's very cool. Gotten. Yeah. Oh, it's my goodness.
2: Very cool. For those who don't know, uh, I guess if you don't want to know, just don't listen for the next yes. second. Yes. Spoilers for mount, that. Uh, the raid mount is uh, Lahabrea's Habrea's fire creatures, the summons. And when you are on the ground, it is the fire dragon. And I believe when you are in the air, it is the fire phoenix, which is yes. it, like transforms and morphs. And That's morphed. super
1: cool. It's yeah. so awesome. I need it. I we absolutely it. need I oh it. Oh, it's God. so I mean, that, good. That's cool. Island Sanctuary Mount. Also very good. Again, if oh, you don't yeah. want to, if you don't want to hear these ear- earmuffs, right? Uh, it's like yeah. a motorcycle. Yeah. It's like a weird motorcycle. It's like it's like if you think of like uh, uh, I'm trying like not quite steampunky, but like diesel Punk. Yeah, yeah, kind of old timey, like maybe something Mm -hmm. Indiana Jones would ride or something, but like with a little bit of fantasy flair. Yeah, only needs 24,000 blues. Yeah, but I'm gonna do it. That's the next thing I'm buying. Like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, yes, it is really cool. Like, we're getting some great mounts right now, which is awesome. Yeah,
0: did you get your booty shorts?
1: I did not get my booty. Well, I don't actually, have yet. I'm I did. At once you once you hit uh, a certain point, uh, you mm-hmm. you finish like the 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 proper like the quest line, um, and you'll get uh you'll get gifted um the mm-hmm. set that had shorts. the the, flower, uh, the the set that had the the hat hanging on the back. You get that gifted to you in full. So, um, and I think I think it does include uh a long pants and a shorts option.
2: And some booty mm-hmm. shorts in there. There's some. Mm-hmm.
1: Booty shorts.
2: Yep. Yep. Uh, oh, I it. guess it was something that I also didn't talk about, but I, I didn't put it in my notes, but uh, booty shorts for everybody made me think of the ungender locked gear, which is great yeah. and looks yeah. great. Uh, I lumped Tataru's side quest into Misk. That's fine. I guess mm-hmm. technically it's sort of story. talked about it a little. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit. I thought it was fine. It was fun yeah. to see a return to the Sky Pirates and those characters. Um, it, other than that, there wasn't much to remark on yeah. about it. Yeah. It was fine. It was I fine. I
0: the, uh, the starting quest for Island Sanctuary. You just walk up, and she's like, "Hey, I thought you might like this island." Mm-hmm. Thank I, you. I guess.
1: I. I. Yeah. The the story behind that is is so good. It's. I I think I would classify Tataru as like, a chaotic good version of Rowena. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, hey, oh, thanks for saving the star. That's really cool. I got you a private island. And, you know, if you want, you could set up a whole industry on it to make me some profits. I'll give you some mountains mm-hmm. and stuff.
2: She deserves yep. it. She does. Yeah, I think <laughs> last week we came to the conclusion that she's chaotic good and Rowena's uh, chaotic evil, which I still just love. Yeah, it's true. Yes, I, I think that was fun. That was charming. I also just kind of liked the idea. Like, what do you give a hero that has saved the world, like, so many times yeah. at this point, who th- theoretically has nations and wealth at their disposal that... Commercial you know, like, responsibility. Well, but <laughs> the commercial responsibility... Teach them aside, how to trade
1: in the stock market.
2: <laughs> I thought it was a sweet idea to be yeah. like... Maybe you just want some time for you. Maybe yeah. you want to go to a place where people don't know who you are and yeah. there's nobody there and like, you don't have people asking you to go fetch some nonsense mm-hmm. or save their city. No, but then you really get sassy thread. mammoths.
1: <laughs> but you can think about it in character too, in that yeah. your progress in the island sanctuary is how much your warrior flight really like wanted to interact with that sort of stuff. Like me yeah. personally i don't want to uh, character wise probably would get the cabin and be like that's it I'm i don't good. care about anything else like i'm not if you yeah. want to gather you can that's fine this is where i go just just screw off not have to listen to anybody there so were a couple cool. of times i was playing the msq where they're like would you like to come along this adventure I'm like no i'm retired now i got an yeah, island no i'm done
0: <laughs> if- i got the the cheers oh. theme stuck in my head Oh, no, yeah. you want to go where nobody knows your name.
1: If they add oh a tiki God. bar,
0: Sorry.
1: I am going ah. to the island sanctuary and I'm I'm going to rank a 100%. If they add like a tiki bar or a bar mm-hmm. in any way, shape or form that you can add, that's when you get my warrior of light interested in owning his own.
2: They have area. got to have that right. as one of them you can build at some point. So- I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, put it fruit. on the
2: forums. Put it on the forums. On the right forums. I mean stop we talk- doing the podcast. Go <laughs> to the forums. We talked a while ago about them. I mean, and I've brought it up since them adding more little mini games that you could play with each other just mm. for fun. Like we have in free company houses, you know, the gold saucer things. We have that little mini bar game that you can get yeah. with the dwarves. You
1: got the toy box too, with all the the weird little quirky seasonal event games that they've added.
2: But I think that Island Sanctuary, especially because friends can visit you, would be a great opportunity to have something like a bar and just have that dwarven drinking mini game built into Mm -hmm. it. And then you and your friends, while you queue for stuff, you could just click on it. You know, you could just play the silly little game or you could have the little area, you know? I just think that would be adorable. I would love it if they add some interactables to some of these buildings. Like you have the bathhouse. Mm -hmm. How cute would it be if you could go like, click on one of the stools and then your character would sit down and like, pour water over their head or something. Yeah. I just think like, as it is, the buildings themselves and getting more variety will just be great. Role play exists. We can always role play it. Yeah. But yeah. Having some kind of little interactive facets on the island that gives people a reason to kind of congregate there and have fun. FCs are also for that. I think they should also get stuff that does mm-hmm. that, but I like the idea of, especially cause you can queue in on the island, mm-hmm. having those sorts yeah. of little things that you can do. It's- um, yeah.
1: It's important, I think, to to as we get further along in the system to have things that will help differentiate it from other people's islands, because like like it's for like roleplay, like it's cool. Like we could go to somebody's island and, and hang out. But like at the end of the day, like if it just looks like my island, like. <laughs> OK, great, okay. I could go and look at my There's island where like the, the, the tree anything. house is over there instead of over there. Cool, yeah. I guess. Like, it's Did just you know
0: the mammoths like use your little uh points of
2: interest so like they mammoths do. Will jump in the bath and stuff it's cute yeah. and i refer again get out this is not your island mammoths this is my eye i don't <laughs> want to see you having fun no,
1: there, was, there was there was one time where i built i i upgraded my my little like hq and they finally put like a partition by the bed and, like finally i got a wall for my bedroom <laughs>
2: I don't think any other person is going to have the... I don't even... I think the mammoths are cute. Mm -hmm. I think they're cute. But I wish there was an option to toggle them off. Because if I do invite people over for roleplay and we're trying Mm -hmm. to use the bathhouse, I don't want this construction hat mammoth sitting there buck nude. Just fuck using my bath that I'm trying to have. Maybe, maybe... A romantic, sexy mm-hmm. bath It. Do I want to look at the construction hat mammoth?
1: Well, how how no. sexy do you want your bath time? I mean, you could you'd be like, well, you never seen a naked mammoth before? He's like pouring mm-hmm. water, drips down his mammoth body.
2: Look, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I already live in a city apartment with two cats. There is zero privacy here from cat eyes. I don't need <laughs> mammoth eyes on me at all times.
1: Mammoth is poking <laughs> its head up on the side of the tub.
2: That's all I'm saying. That's all uh, I'm saying. You need me I to feed
1: some animals.
2: Warrior bot. <laughs> I want <What>? the option <laughs> to tell the mammoths to get out or go to oh. their go to their part of the island, or <laughs> you know I'm seeing, whatever.
1: I'm seeing a cool feature to reskin the mammoths into other things. Like, what if it was a Namazoo? Would that feel better? No, probably not. I just wanted to bring no, that up worse. so you would think about it. Worse. Um,
2: <laughs> okay, it'd be cute though. I did I don't, think about it. I don't hate. I don't hate the
1: idea bath of bath having bath. that as an option. I mean, if like, they're watching you in the bath.
2: Okay, well, <laughs> that's a different situation. You know, maybe I do want the Namazu skin on for a comedic bath moment. You know, right, like sure. that'd be funny, mm. and then it'd be good. But again, yes, I and just then like it's dinner. That. Yeah. <laughs> I mean as it is you're basically already trying to keep those boys from look, frying Look, look, if this
1: game yeah. really wanted to me to realize my vision, <laughs> mm-hmm. they'd let me turn uh, them into frogs and brooms so I could live out my Matoya fantasy. What are we doing?
2: That would be cute. Oh, like little peronco. Yeah.
1: That
0: you could crazy. just put You could just put the minions everywhere. Yeah, you everywhere. could. Yeah. I actually yeah. have the broom minion on the beach cuz I think it's funny to think of the broom trying to sweep the sand up and never being able to. <laughs>
1: That's terrible. That sounds like purgatory (laughs) or like like hell for a broom when brooms die.
2: (laughs) It makes me laugh every time I go in the island. (laughs) I'm just a very weird, particular person. I again, again, I don't think nearly any other human's going to have these specific issues that I have. I have put some of the minions out like the Namazu because at first I thought, how cute would it be to have a Namazu beach party? So I put all the Namazu out on the beach. But the problem is, is that I don't know if it's the actual minions, I'm guessing it's the actual minions, or if it's something that is, like, scaling specific to Island Sanctuary, but sometimes it feels like the minions are too small. I think they're, Does they're, that make they're sense?
1: They're just small they seem
2: really small.
1: general, though. I don't know. Mm.
2: I mean, not all of them, it doesn't hit me the same way with all of them. Is it, Some it just of them weird? Look fine. Is it weird seeing I, them, like,
1: next to the mammoths?
2: maybe i don't know but the namazu in particular i put them all out on the beach and then i went down there and i was like why are you all so small and then (laughs) i just felt like there was like way too much beach space for my tiny namazu and it was fine because i ended up finding some other minions that i liked even better out there but uh, i've had that problem a few times with minions in certain locations because Mm -hmm. i put them out and i think what i'm hoping for is that they like, or a Namazu that is there, yeah. right? Yeah. Kind of like how we have the little housing vendor skin creatures, mm-hmm. like that. right? um And then sometimes it it breaks. I guess maybe that fantasy for me because the minions themselves are different and they're of a different scale and different model. So, mm-hmm. all that to say, I love your idea of reskinning the mammoths. I'll, you know, saying like that seeing... just by itself sounds horrific, but yeah.
0: <laughs> I like seeing what all the the little dudes say. All your little minions say.
1: Yeah, that's been really fun.
0: Yeah, uh, I put I like out that. Mm-hmm.
2: the Sorry. ugly duckling.
0: The ugly duckling says inner beauty.
2: It's so cute. cute. <laughs> I put out Genbu on the beach, and Genbu I goes really like, the little Genbu minion, and he goes, oh, "I could stay here for a thousand years or something like that," and it's really cute.
1: Yeah, I I've I've all the ones I've seen are, are really good. Uh, mm. the the um the bo- the wind up Bahamut with like the Dalamut eggshell. It's like, where am I? Because you can't, like, <laughs> see. Oh. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's been really fun watching uh, all, the, all the bubble text. Like, shout out to Loke and the writers who had to be like, all right. Yeah. So we got this patch coming out. We need, like, I don't know. I forget. I looked it up. There's, like, 400-something minions in the yes. game. We need 400 new <laughs> text lines. That was and someone's already- afternoon. Yeah. They already have descriptions and their little bubble text in the menu. And then this bubble text is slightly different than that bubble text. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, which one did I put out? I put the Allegan melon in my, uh, my croplands. It says like roly Mm -hmm. poly or something. It's just like, it's, it's so funny. Yeah.
2: This is something that again, I don't think any other person is going to want, but I can't stop thinking about in the pasture. I would love it if you could tag a minion, because right now it's set to, like, pasture one, two, or three, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love it if instead you could, like, assign a minion to a pack of creatures. So, like, mm-hmm. how the chocobos move around in, like, a little herd and, like, they finds yeah. yeah. I would love it if you could, like, prescribe a minion to be attached to that particular creature. Or, like, even mm-hmm. if it was just, like, one of the creatures in the actual uh, pen, the reason being that I'm a big nerd, and I've put all the baby versions of the different creatures. I have, <laughs> so yeah, got, I have too. But then know, also,
1: like, uh, also in Kido.
2: Yes. So I've got like the Such Chocobo hatchling, little Chocobo yeah. hatchlings that run around with the Chocobos. I have the little baby Dodo that runs around with the Dodos. I have the little Fawn that runs around with the deer, and it is so cute when they're all together i take screenshots of it when you see them and it's like "Like the baby into paris but then (laughs) when they get all chaotic and they've all moved around and all my minions are in the wrong sections i'm the weirdo that's over there like I need to take them all out and put them in the right part of the pasture. And then I take <laughs> them out and I put them back in. Just, and then I come back 30 minutes later and they've shifted again. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I mean, everybody, everybody's going to play the content the
1: differently. Yeah.
2: Just beckon the parents. Just beckon them
0: over to the thing. They don't have to take anybody out. Well they permanently stay there, though? Or do they, like, want no, they, back? No, they they
1: move away, which is, which is partly why, I don't know if you saw last week, there was a screenshot somebody made the... Uh, uh, a critically acclaimed MMO meme they nicknamed all of their animals oh, yeah, and they lined them up and I'm like as somebody that tried to like I just tried to take a picture because I, I nicknamed some of my animals after you all of you and just trying <laughs> to get them in one frame before they start to wander off was like such a pain like I can't imagine getting like all of the now includes heaven's in word Like I just yeah it's it's crazy
2: I need to play with the and more. I haven't. I didn't even think about using that to feed them, like you suggested earlier, Zen. And I was like, "What a fool I've been." I feel like, I feel like that's an extra <laughs> Some click. Some of them
0: are far, but
3: no, yeah.
1: But
0: like walking over there takes longer than the extra click. But you get limit, li- Plus, limited, unlimited sprint. Plus, they run up to you. And
1: How is that? Wa- get make the sprint a toggle. We're talking about things they could improve. Make the sprint sure, a yeah. toggle.
2: All right, all right. We've we've gone back again. <laughs> miscellaneous. Was there anything else in the miscellaneous category? I think we're good.
1: Right? I think we've covered everything. Yeah, at I think this we're good. Uh, seven out uh, of ten.
2: Everybody... Aha. Nine out of ten. Eight. Seven. Specifically for miscellaneous category.
1: Yeah. For, yep. for miscellaneous. yeah. And then we take all these Overall numbers. Score... We... Eight. Eight yeah. out of ten? Oh,
2: sorry.
1: Did Can you, you, you want to like our give me like a roll, bigger? Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs>
2: Eight. I
1: thought it was gonna change. <laughs> <Okay>. so, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I factored the drum roll into the score and I went down. (laughs) Oh, okay.
3: Wow. It was
1: was a joke. (laughs) It's a joke.
2: Well, it's still ten out ten of my heart. Yeah,
1: Yeah. and that's all that matters. (laughs) I think that I think that that probably you know, it's always fun to think about that as far as what the community would say as well. Huh? So
0: what drum rolls?
1: Yeah, yeah, about, you know, about specifically uh, Rook's drum rolls. Yeah, uh, no. Let us know in the comments at, what score out of ten you would give Rook's drum roll. Please do. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think that eight probably sounds about right from the community perception. Like from what I've heard, there's a lot of there's a lot of great, so Are it can't be lower that, than six. That we're part of the community. Holy I'm saying that shit. somehow we're we're pretty this in line s- with what the community s- has said. We are four different, four very different people. It's true. And it, you know, it's always nice to see if it is kind of a microcosm of the community at large. It would nice. It'd be nice to be, but it's hard to do. But I think that this one is one of the ones that I think that we we are probably close, I would say, from everything that I've read.
0: Cool. I'm proud of
2: us.
1: Yeah, sometimes we give things a lot, (laughs) you know, sometimes we're all like nine. I don't care. Like, this is awesome. Over, so, stingy. You
2: know, Over stingy. Over yeah. stingy and everybody's like,
1: what? Yeah, like a six or something. It's like uh, you know? on a scale between was... like like fusion and Xenos yeah. and Rook and yeah. Dragons where we had it. <laughs> right? Yeah, like Endwalker was a little divisive. You know what I mean? Yep. Like 6.0 was a little divisive, and I think this one we're we're more closely aligned. Maybe, yeah. I mean it you know, both in each category, but also like obviously we like You're over there on your non island island, you know? Um, So, like, you'll like other things where we'll just like things and it balances everything out. And it's true. Yeah, it works out very well.
0: We're the Mm -hmm. perfect sandwich.
1: I'm really hungry now. Yeah. Yeah. All (laughs) right. Well, we have been talking for four hours (laughs) only. Um, All right. Let's go ahead and start to wrap this up. If you want, you can find me on the internet. All the things at raflederg, R-F-L-D-R-G, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube, Zen. Where can they find you? Oh, my
0: gosh. I always use the screen to tell me what my uh, things to be contacted are. Okay, here we go. I have it. No, Zinedra. I, g- I got, you. got you. Yeah, yeah. Hello, I'm findable on Twitter. It's Zinedra underscore A. I'm findable on Twitch's Strawberry Mop. And also... Everybody
1: ready? We're ready for this? Yes. No, this is uh,
0: sound terrible. <laughs> Plus, it is, but that's fine. Plus the word plus underscore the word. Oh. one the number underscore shot the word, that's Twitch. Take out the oh. underscores, that's YouTube. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's me.
1: I wasn't usually don't do the, the oh. plus one shot YouTube. That threw me off. <laughs> yeah. I was I was getting uh, ready for a, us to all chime in on just the the, the plus the word one the number really, shot I'm the really word. Sorry. I was just i I'm I'm, sorry, I'm really sorry. Anyway, Man. plus
0: one shot is a d podcast slash just game stuff uh, that Charles and I do. And it's like three different games because we're crazy and can't stop role playing. Ah.
1: Mm. I'm only in one of those. No, I'm in two of them. That's right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> two of the three. Aldino. Where can people find you on the Internet? Hello. I'm Aldino and I'm blind right now. I was really going to grab this sooner. This light is very bright. Uh. You can find me on Twitter at at Aldi, you know, still working on the OnlyFans, but you do know that you can find me on plus a word. Nobody's going to. That's fine. I, I just yeah, I wasn't ready for it. Know, for... <laughs> Won the number shot, the, shot word. the word There's underscores on Twitch. There's not on YouTube. Um. Yeah, I think that is honestly it. And we keep talking about our D&D game that we're going to do here. Now we that are. this review we're, is we're done. S- we're so serious. We're going to do it. Yeah. We're totally. Now this review is done. At some point. Going to do it. We have time. Sometime. So yeah. Stay tuned for that. All right.
2: Rook. Yes. Hi, I'm Rook. Uh, Can I just say as well that Aldito, when you took your sunglasses off, I had this crisis moment where I was like, why does Aldito look so different? He looks so different. Mm-hmm. What's happening I, right That threw me
1: off for a second, too. I Nobody was like, sees me without glasses. <laughs> yeah. And then
2: I realized, yeah, you didn't have your glasses on. Uh, but I'm over this crisis now. So okay. <laughs> uh, you can all find me on Twitch at Rookery, R O O K U R I. You can also find me on YouTube at Rookery. And I am. So excited and so happy to announce that in the last week and a half, um, I've I've been so busy. Six point two, mm-hmm. we had the Team Ethernet marathon. We had the ten year anniversary for Guild Wars two. I was on a cooking competition. A ton of stuff happened. It's been ridiculous. Um, so we didn't get you videos up last week, but I'm happy to announce that the final videos of Endwalker, the very last videos of my Endwalker Finally
1: done. With-
2: are finally ready wow. and i will be releasing them here uh and we will hopefully have everything out in the next week uh week and a half two weeks so all of that as well as more portions of my end walk uh, uh sorry end of dragons videos mm. and um some other content that i've been planning uh after that down the road here uh so uh, yes i'm excited it'll be great finally at long last we've reached it Uh, hopefully you all have played it by now and (laughs) my plan to space it out has, has worked in my favor. Um, but you can also find me on Twitter at rookery, uh, at rookery underscore though. Um, and yeah, we've got a lot of things going on, a lot of stuff coming up and wherever we're doing stuff. I'm always happy to see you, uh, no matter what game we're playing. So. All right. So the YouTube
0: link says YouTube slash C slash rookery. Mm -hmm. Oh, is your, is your evil
2: twin crookery? Kirkery, oh my Kirkery. gosh. <laughs> you should be able to type it even without the C and it should yeah. direct. Just bird, of, yeah.
1: bird of checkers. I think I, t- I, I, I looked it up. I Googled it and I'm like, does the link take me to the right page? Yes. Yeah. So. It's just we can, a I mean, channel. We, for hand for hand those that like are a confused. a bad
0: joke. So thank mm-hmm. you.
1: Okay. Yeah. We. I redid, I redid the context stuff a little bit. Because before it would just show everything and then I'd go back and forth because we're still talking <laughs> and moving. And it was really weird. So I simplified it. Mm-hmm. But now we're going to do all of them. Woo! Oh my. If you want to email us, you can do that. At Aetherite Radio at Gamerscape.com. You can tweet at us at Aetherite Radio. If you want, you can also do that with uh, Gamerscape. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Discord. Uh, Discord.gg slash Gamerscape. Uh, we have our spoilers channel on there for the patch, but it's probably going to go away pretty soon. So, I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this... It it doesn't matter because right. we just we, t- we just we talked about everything, so. So you can go in that channel now. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, feel free to feel free to jump in before before it's, get in before the lock before it goes back <laughs> back into the vault. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Disney, I get it. Disney kids. I was thinking Disney, but. Oh, I thought no. Destiny, you know, Definitely. how they I mean, the I mean, I mean it. I mean, I mean, they're not going to do that. They're anymore. not going to do that anymore, though. OK, so that's not the joke anymore about yeah. Destiny. That's not right. it's just it's with all the Disney. VHS tapes. Yes. Anyway. All right. That's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thanks, everybody, for hanging out. And uh, we will see you next time.
3: Bye.